0: You're my little
1: choochy face My coochie, 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 little choochy face Every time I look at you, I sigh Your choochie, coochie nose Your choochie, woochy eyes
2: They set my heart a flutter Your oochie,
0: coochie gaze, Your oochie, coochie gaze Will me. Die. Chuchi face, and you're my teddy bear. Together we chuchi, wuchi, Chuchi, wuchi, Late at night,
3: Friday night, and we're (laughs) somewhere in Queens. You're
4: right here with us in fucking Queens. It's
3: Friday night, we're in fucking
0: Queens. It's Friday night, and I'm in fucking Queens. It's Friday
4: night and we're in fucking Queens.
0: <laughs> Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program?
5: Live from
3: the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like, break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of
5: this welches grape soda if anybody wants some. When
6: I'm not picking on my gut, I'm gonna
0: into.
4: That's in the West. Midwest,
5: fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is
4: my show. I said O R I A M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Killing a Neutron. No,
1: you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's what's your favorite radio station? I have from the garage.
4: Look at this cycle logs into this
0: shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagum's Escapes. One pound fee It's gonna ever keep me down.
5: Live. <laughs>
2: The I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage.
5: For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let
2: me do my
0: show, for Christ's
2: sake! I have a great story.
3: It makes sense to me. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you, people? John Huland, fuck you. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's finally happened. I'm completely alone out here. I'm the only person in the garage. I finally have my own show. It's the greatest. There's no one to talk to. This is the best. We're going do this every week. Nobody yelling at me. Nobody pissed off. Nobody with their feelings hurt. Just me. It's your old buddy, John Houlihan. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> it's not a fucking... I'm by myself. I'm literally out here by myself like a, like a stew nod. It's... Uh... It's scary. Usually I have that cushion of uh some other people. And it feels like I'm talking to them. I don't know what I do. Maybe I should Maybe I should get a puppet. Puppetry is big now, right? Get a puppet. Like a squirrel or something. Uh Speaking of that, later on in the show, we're going to have, hopefully, we're going to have Tom Sharpling calling in at at 9 p.m. That would be an hour two of the show. Hour one is just, uh, this is it, I guess. (laughs) We'll ask Tom a bunch of questions, or I will, depending on who shows up. Uh, Pat's stuck in traffic. Tommy's doing some weird, stupid thing. Who who knows what he's doing? Mike uh, went to go see the Foo Fighters. So This is a very important show for everybody. Who else is on the show? Ryan got. He's going he's to be an hour late because he has to work to talk to his boss. His work is interfering with this radio show. So, yeah, that's it, pretty much. It's just me. Sorry. I got nothing. I went on a cruise. A f- cruise with, like, uh, 26 of Colette's, my wife's family members, and we cruised down to Puerto Rico. And we uh, went to St. Thomas, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and St. Martin. We went on a cruise. The whole time, actually, Devin's in the chat box, and I was thinking of Devin and how well-traveled he is. And I'm, I'm like, look at me. I'm on a cruise. <laughs> That's my version of being well-traveled, being on a big cruise ship with a magician and some, like, unfunny comedian. But it, we had a lot of fun. It was great. Uh, Colette's cousin saved someone's life on Thanksgiving. I shit you not. We pull into Saint Martin and they have these guys who scrape the barnacles off the bottom of the boat, I guess when they're in port and so they pull this dude out of the out of the water in full scuba gear and everything and he's dead he's he's blue he's not breathing, no pulse, no nothing so Colette's uh cousin siobhan is a nurse, and uh the medical staff is around and they don't know what they're doing she takes over and Gives this guy CPR, puts him on his side. You know, he's throwing up. His water, as long as are filled with water, they give him some kind of IV injections. They bring him back to life. He goes in and out like four times, and uh, she actually saved the dude. The dude came back, and they airlifted him out, and he's gonna be all right. So that was an exciting part of the cruise. A Thanksgiving miracle is what it was. A goddamn Thanksgiving miracle. That's pretty much all that happened. They had some Second City comedy guys on that uh, on the cruise ship who weren't bad, actually. They were pretty good. I like that. I drank a lot and couldn't get drunk because I think they watered down the booze. They do something. Drinking all day and all night. I got nothing. Not drunk. Couldn't get drunk. Right, Ryan? Ryan the Squirrel. This sucks. (laughs) I need my friends. (laughs) If you're just tuning in and this is the first time you're listening to the show, I apologize. Uh, uh, My whole cast is missing. And uh, Tom Sharpling, if you would like to tune out for the next uh, 50 minutes or so and just want to hear Tom, I don't blame you. You can go, uh, you know, watch YouTube, go on Facebook and uh, scream at cops, which is what what I've been doing all week. It's fucking depressing. This is a depressing world. I feel like shit all week over this this nonsense. It's terrible. Terrible. I think I'm done arguing with people, though. People are so fucking dumb. Thank you. Thank you. What happened to my music? Oh. So later on in the show, of course, Tom Sharply. Right now, we got nothing. Here's a little Coldplay for you. I wanted to wait till uh, Pat got here, so I could. Uh, <laughs> I do. I, you know, now I understand why people put on the background music that Kyle's talking about in the chat box because this is death. <laughs> I, I was—I never liked that radio shows that had music constantly going in the background. I thought it was annoying. I thought it was like a cop out. I remember when David Lee Roth took over uh, a a K Rock for how <laughs> It was a nightmare. He would he would have the music playing in the back, and then when he had something to say, he would turn. The, he would just like dip out of it, duck out of it. In the industry, duck—you duck out of things. And then he would say the thing and turn the music back up. It was. It was, and it's ridiculous. And I refuse to do that. I don't care if I'm here by myself. I don't care if the show is going horribly so far. I refuse to bow, and I will not bend, I will not break, and play background freaking music while I talk. It's dumb. Don't do that. Thank you. Maybe I'll have a shot of whiskey. I wanted to wait till Packets gets here because we went to see Joe Walsh last night in Huntington, Long Island. And, uh... He was great. If you if you uh, have the opportunity to go see Joe Walsh, go do it. He's hilarious. I would sit there and listen to him. Uh, his onstage banter, like when he's just talking in between the songs, is the best. And he's he's quite the guitar player. It's amazing to watch. I did, I missed the beginning of the show because my freaking train was late. I took the Long Island Railroad out there. It was a nightmare, absolute nightmare. That Long Island Railroad is crazy. It's thirty dollars round trip. It's a fucking pack with people to the doors. I, You know, I take a, a shorter train line. This is very interesting to all of you, I'm sure. And uh, it's it's not really, it's never really packed. This huntingtron train, there's a million people on this train coming home from work at, at, you know, 7.30 at night, 8 o'clock at night. A million people. One million people on this train. Packed to the doors. Businessmen and everybody all squished in. It's a fucking disaster. It took the ticket guy like 20 minutes to move down two rows. So eventually I get there and I go into the Joe Wall show and I was just in time. I misturned to stone, thank God, because that's not really one of my favorites. And uh, then he played, I saw all the good ston- songs. <laughs> Here's Pat. Hey, Pat, I'm dying out here by myself. Are you listening? <laughs> From
1: <laughs> here,
7: I was like, I gotta get the hell out. No, you here. can.
3: You should be nicer to me. You can go get you beer. Me. You can go get beer. I'll get beer during a break. When am I not nice? Everyone thinks I'm mean. What do I do? Look, I have a bottle of whiskey in my hand. It's getting bad. You. I need you. I need help. I need a friend. <laughs> How
1: the fuck is like it ten a- degrees colder in here than it is outside? <laughs> it's like the Dick Cavett show. It's fucking horseshit.
3: With no guest. It's just
1: <laughs> give me a fag. Damn it.
3: <laughs> have a cigarette. Go ahead. So what's happening? <laughs> Yay! People are excited. <laughs> that was some. Uh, that was some beginning of the show. Was
1: some entrance.
3: Yes, caller, you're on the air.
8: Hey, I'm not so sad anymore.
3: Oh, thank you. Who's calling, you're please? Welcome.
8: Hi, this is Devin Dixon.
3: Oh, hey, Devin, what's up, man?
8: Not much. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you? Good. You don't sound
8: drunk. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm... Yeah, yeah, no, no. I just sad. I felt really
3: bad for for uh, for there. <laughs> That's it. That's you know uh, the the stand up comedy dream is over. I think that that was a test run. <laughs> it didn't go well.
8: up <laughs> because it turns out he has thirty seconds of material.
3: Right, thirty seconds of material. You're no you're no night bird. You know it's hard to tell a story and there's no reaction. Like usually when you're when you're talking to somebody, they'll they'll give you something like a hey, uh, my cousin saved somebody's life. And then, oh, oh, really? Nothing. And it's just like silence, and I'm staring at the wall. It's really weird.
0: Uncomfortable. I,
8: I, I, in, I've never seen the inside of the garage, the barrage, excuse me. But I I, I pictured you just like in a, in a in basically my garage with little cardboard cutouts of everybody else just talking at them. <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> That's what I've had the whole time. They're just cardboard cutouts. Yeah, I, there's a, I, I post a... If you look at our Instagram...
8: Yeah. We have an
3: Instagram? <laughs> yeah, we do.
8: I didn't know Yeah, I'm never going to that. Don't worry.
3: Yeah, don't look at it. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll text you a All picture. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really go on there either. Someone told me that we should have one, so I, I made one. I posted a picture of the garage. That's about it. <laughs> and my and a plate of food with a filter. I'm like, you know... that. that I'm like, what is this? All oh, people are like, you gotta be on Instagram. It's just fucking pictures, is all it is, just so you know. It's for hot
1: broads. That's that, that's all it's for. It's is for it? like aspiring models.
3: I don't know. I don't know. There's no models on my feed. It's all <laughs> like a plate of spaghetti. It's just pictures of shit. It's dumb. <laughs> it's like there's no words, it's just pictures. People's fucking dumb. Stupid. It's like it's like Twitter, but dumbed down a shade. So, where, uh, Devin? How are you? And uh, where where are you calling from? What uh, what part of the world are you in now?
8: The problem with one hundred forty misspelled characters is that it's attracting too much of that highbrow element, and so right. What can we do to make this totally fucking retarded? Yeah. <laughs> people people are good. How did somebody thesaurus. with not even two functioning brain cells somehow? Put forth their genius into the world.
3: Yeah, it's just going to be uh, handprints next. It's just you, you, take, <laughs> you dip your hand in finger paint, and you just, and, and you, you press it up against the t- the computer screen, and that's the new website. <laughs> it's Devin, how how are you doing, man? It's good to hear from you. I'm
8: glad How are you? Doing? I, I'm still a little jet lagged. Like we got back from we were in Myanmar and oh, Korea. Before. That's right.
3: Where in where in Korea were you?
8: Uh we were just in Seoul for a few days, Seoul and uh rules.
3: pat Pat said uh, Seoul yeah. rules Pat's been there apparently.
8: I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said
3: uh Pat said Seoul rules he's been there apparently
8: Seoul was crazy what I mean like? it was just, it was maddening there's for one thing i I'm not a very tall guy, I'm like you know five ten or whatever, and I was like at least eight inches taller than every Korean.
1: And you can see another white dude from, like, a mile away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you, like, uh, like, as you approach each other, you just look at each other. You're like, hey, what's
3: up? Hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> um, you could
8: have identified me from space. <laughs> I'm so fat and white. Like I, like, I must have looked like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man to those people. <laughs>
3: what do you mean, those people? Calm down, <laughs> all right? Take yeah. it easy.
0: <laughs> hey.
8: I, I, I meant the smaller, good-looking people. Oh, there so, you how's,
3: how's the food there?
8: Uh, the food was <laughs> the food was strange. The first day we got there, I don't really know. I mean, I, I had a Korean barbecue, I guess, is all the Korean food I've ever had. Right. And um, we got there, and we were kind of like tired, and we were just wandered around. So you just walked into a restaurant that was maybe a block from the hotel that we were staying at, and. Uh, the menu is all Korean and every nobody spoke any kind of English. I had no idea what I was ordering. And ever I looked at everybody's table and everything this people ordered just it was just like something in a pot. Right. So it was covered with something. So I couldn't even like point to what it was and what they have. You, and I'm sure we all well. but anyway so we ordered something I just pointed to something on the menu and a woman tried arguing with me. She's like, No, 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 no And I was like, Why not? <laughs> and she I don't, know, I don't know. After more pointing and gesturing, uh, she just kind of rolled her eyes and left. <laughs> and, like, five, minutes, five minutes later, she came back and she put like a Bunsen burner on the table, a pair of scissors.
3: Yeah, there's all sorts of tools involved.
8: And then just like walked away again. Oh, and gave us two glasses of warm water.
3: <laughs> sure, you weren't at the science fair?
8: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the shit is going to happen then? <laughs> And then she just brought us a bowl of shitty chicken soup. Right. There she put on top of the bunsen burner and turned on, and that was it. And I went out. I went out. We got-
3: Korean food with uh, Hairdo, and uh, he's like, "Oh, you got to try. Let's try this place, this noodle place." I'm pretty sure I ate the soap by accident. They give you like a dish, uh, like <laughs> And I'm like, "Ooh, this is this is strange, you know, and this this is this is not very tasty." And I think it was like you know you're supposed to like dip your fingers in there to wash them or something. I'm an idiot. <laughs> It was like a <laughs> shitty bowl of noodles. Never again. He's still belching bubbles all the I to. live in a very, yeah. uh, heavily, heavily uh, Korean neighborhood. There's Korean restaurants. I mean, everywhere, up and down, all up and down the, my blocks around here. I could, you know, go go any I want. But I don't know. Uh, that was that kind of turned me off to the experience. Uh, you know, Derek Volkins. He swears by a restaurant by this house, by my house. I should try that. That's a the barbecue place. Someone gack. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Sick gack.
7: Sick gack, rather. Yeah,
3: there's <laughs> one. It's up in the. There's they have one on my corner as well. Right, stare, one side outpost. This lady gave me a bowl of so- uh, soap and, uh, and like two noodles. It was fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, clown white man <laughs> even? Yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're just you know they're just breaking my balls. Yeah, it was elaborate clowning. <laughs> it's like we're the only people in here. Why are you clowning me? <laughs> I'm trying to pay you. Yeah, you clown me. What the hell's wrong with you, bastards? So, uh, what, what? How long were you there?
8: uh well we were we were in Seoul for only three days and then we were in Myanmar for about ten days ah
3: also known as uh, that's the former Burma is that correct <laughs> is that-
8: <laughs>
7: I know <laughs> things. <laughs> and
3: also I know I know something else about that place <laughs> <Pat's> that <one. laughs> oh, really? that's right I know something else about that place it's only it's one it's of so three- worldly <laughs> I am very worldly I was just in San Juan Puerto Rico excuse me. <laughs> I got off the boat there for another, a couple hours. Give me
1: another fact, John.
3: <laughs> I'll give you another fact. There are th- only three countries that y- that don't use the metric system, and that's one of them. How about that?
8: All oh, right, because it was uh, a British
3: colony. Um, John's, John's big boy book of world facts. That's right. I have a huge book of world facts here, and uh, I don't know the third country, but <laughs> the United States um, and uh, that one. I believe it's someplace in Africa. Actually, <laughs> is it? Yeah.
8: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might be Singapore or some or someplace in Africa. You say, mm, yeah,
3: maybe. I think so. maybe, probably Northern Africa. That was colonized by the British, I right? I think it's sure. Narnia. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, The um and yeah, because there was a problem with like a space probe or something. It was a miscalculation and it was like one one. I forget what it was. They used the metric system for one part of it, and they used the the uh, what do you call that? This what what's our system called? The standard. Someone people incorrectly refer to it as imperial, but it's not imperial. Yeah. What is it? I can't remember. Oh, well this face this spaceship didn't make it very far. <laughs> I-, I refer to it as the right the regular way. The regular way, right? <laughs> the way I'm used to. Yeah, Listen, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, a hundred way. hundred is boiling and zero is freezing, right in Celsius. That's it makes sense. A hundred things in in you know a thousand, ten thousand. Well, makes sense. But if you tell me it's you know. It's 50 degrees out Celsius. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Should I get my coat? I don't know. Huh? What does that mean? It's pretty hot, right?
8: Yeah, I have no idea. Like, every time I leave the country, I have no idea how hot or cold it's supposed to uh, be. was yeah. like, oh, yeah. going to be a hot one tomorrow, 28. <laughs> I'm like, uh,
3: I don't know what that means. Here comes Dovey in the chat box with his sanctimonious fucking bullshit the regular way. That literally no other country in the world uses. That's how Dovey talks, by the way. He's from Australia, and that, that's my Australia.
8: You're probably dead. You're probably dead, and you're stupid.
3: Go back to Australia.
8: Isn't that fucking humorless in Australia? I
3: don't know. He, he, he moved to Canada.
8: He got the fuck out of oh, there. Oh, well, that's where the humor went. I'm sorry. He probably had to check it at customs. <laughs> I
3: yeah. was. Uh, so I know a lot about Australia, too. I watched a special on that while I was on the boat.
8: Uh-huh. They got that uh, one guy with crocodiles and a big knife?
3: Yeah, it's a really big place. Give me a fact, John. You want a fact? Yes. Um, Dovey's a douchebag. <laughs> that wasn't in the book. It was. It was not. All right. Uh, I'll give you a fact. Okay. I think. I think, like... Eighty-five percent of the country is only populated at the coastline. Like nobody goes in the middle. <laughs> there's nothing out there. They stay on the water. There's nothing. To, you know, there's there's nothing in the middle. It's like a, a desert and a and a kangaroo. There's nothing for you out there. But
8: well, the middle is where they let their black people live.
1: Oh, oh, I ain't I don't agree with that.
3: I watched, You know, I was try. I can't retain information. There was a bunch of stuff on the aborigines. I can't remember one freaking thing. <laughs> God, those, oh, they were one of the first to. Uh, uh, Native peoples to use tools. <laughs> I, just, I have a fifth grade education. I really do,
7: but I could fake
3: it good. I, if I if I went to college now, I would do my work, and uh, it would be no problem. I'm in. I'd have it sorted. Listen, half the battle is paying attention and just like you know, and and taking good notes. I take good notes.
4: I take notes good.
3: I do. I take notes good. I do. I do. I, do. I did them good. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dovey I need some material, I was picking on you
1: Speaking of international, I just got a text I'm in Panama City, the women are so hot Who is that?
3: (laughs) Who the hell is in Panama City? (laughs) I don't
8: know what Panama City is
3: You don't know what that is?
8: Panama? Is it in the country
3: Panama? Yeah, it's in the Van Halen song Panama City would be the capital of Panama
8: yeah, no, I've been
3: there. Oh, have you? You've been everywhere. Have you? Where do you want to go that you haven't been yet?
8: Uh, I'd like to go to Nepal. I've, I've never, the only, I've, as far as I've gotten into China has been the airport in Hong Kong. Uh, so that doesn't really count. Right. I'd really like to go to China. I've never been to Japan.
3: Really? That seems like a, that would seem like it would be, a, you know, you would get that out of the way quick.
8: To yeah, you know, the last time we were gonna go, we we actually had plans to go, and then they had that uh, that tsunami and the nuclear disaster, and I was like, you know, I think it would be in really
7: what? forte. I have no, I I have
8: no
3: idea picture. what you are talking about. I don't read the news either.
8: This is this is like three years ago. No, like I there. know,
3: I know. I know, okay. I know everything that happened. <laughs> he knows all about it. I know all about it. Shit's still washing up on the beach over here. Devin, have you been to
1: Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tuslow, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Matawala, Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, <laughs> Baltimore <laughs> Salvador, Amarillo, Tocapillo, Bangor, and Paradia? We didn't start the fire.
8: Uh, Nobody's ever been to Wichita.
1: Have you been to Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, <laughs> Washington, Houston, Kingston, Texarkana, Monterey, Fairley, Santa Fe, Tallapalooza, Glen Rock, Black Rock, Little Rock, Oskaloosa, Tennessee, to Tennessee, Chickpea Spirit Lake, Grand Lake, Devil's Lake, Crater Lake? For Pete's sake, hey,
3: these are country music lyrics, man.
8: Spirit Lake is made up. There's no such place. <laughs>
1: Have you been to Louisville, Nashville, uh, Knoxville, uh, <laughs> Kabiman, Cedarville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Costa Rica, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Shreveport, Hackensack, Cadillac, Fond du Lac, Davenport, Idaho, Jellicoe, Argentina, Diamantina, Pasadena, Catalina. See what I mean? Uh,
8: Fond du Lac.
3: That's the one. <laughs> That's the one he's <laughs> fantastic. There you there. go. Uh, uh, we're talking with Devin Dixon. If you're tuning in to hear Tom Sharpling, uh, this is not Tom Sharpling. Hey, Devin,
1: have you been to Pittsburgh, Parksburg, Gavelberg, Colorado, Ellensburg, Redburg, Vicksburg, Eldorado, Laramore, Otmore, Haverstraw, Shantikila, Chaska, Nebraska, Askalaska. <laughs> <laughs> Baraboo, Waterloo, Kalamazoo, Kansas City, Cedar City, 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 Cedar City, Dodge City, what pity.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah.
3: I don't know. What what song is that that you're singing, Pat? That's
1: I've Been Everywhere, man.
3: Oh, I've Been Everywhere. All oh, right, That's Johnny Cash, right? Indeed. I see. I know facts. Hey God, I've been to all of the shittiest cities in the United States.
1: Have you been to Reno, Fargo, Chicago, Minnesota, Buffalo? <laughs> yeah,
3: you did
8: that one, God damn
3: it. <laughs> Those are all American cities. Johnny Cash hasn't been everywhere. He hasn't been to Myanmar. Myanmar, Myanmar. My, my. <laughs> when he was all around, it was called Burma. Burma. That's what I'm saying. From now on, screw them.
1: <laughs> He's not. He doesn't understand Celsius. and He doesn't say Myanmar.
8: Listen, I haven't left yeah, his garage. No, no. Yeah, you know, every uh, Burmese person I met, they called it Burma. Everybody called it Burma. I think. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah, I think it was the last government they had was incredibly oppressive and brutal. And sometime in the like '89. Uh, They just changed it to Myanmar. Right. But everybody still called it Burma. It's kind of like Ho Chi Minh City. Everybody except the people at the airport calls it Saigon.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense.
1: It's an attempt to wipe the slate clean.
3: Yeah. They want to try to call my uh, neighborhood Orbendale. I'm I'm still calling it Flushing. (laughs) (laughs) Those oppressive, oppressive real estate agents. Until, until it becomes time to sell,
1: <laughs> John's like, "Whatever you think is going to get me 10k more." Oh sure. hell, hell yeah. yeah, I'll call it whatever yeah. you want. Call it Clinton. I don't give a fuck.
3: Yeah, I want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, this place.
7: Wanna...
8: Are, you getting, are you getting?
3: the hell out of here? No, my wife wants to stay. I want to move up by you in the mountains and stop bothering people. What do you? What do you? You go. It seems like you're going hiking every day. It's a beautiful life. I want to do that. I'm sick of being part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, I want to live in the woods and go hiking. <laughs>
8: throw
1: my I'm Facebook out of the window.
8: I'm 100% part of the problem.
3: <laughs> is it, it's nice by you. you Are in. Are you in the woods? Jesus. <laughs> Imagine the traffic. Uh, the
8: yeah, actually, the the, uh, well, I, I live in a place called Port Ludlow, and uh, the, the motto that's on the sign down the street said, Port Ludlow, a village in the woods by the bay. There you go. <laughs> Which <laughs> is the, like, the most awkward thing you could stick on a sign yep. I've ever read. How the hell, the hell did you, it end?
3: How'd you find that place?
8: Uh, we were looking for kind of cheapish a big or cheaper than Seattle properties uh, that were close to the water and some mountains. And it turns out, I mean, you can get, you know, the place we bought is like twice as large as the place we had in Seattle, and, and we have a really nice view of, of the bay. Can you see the bay? of Bay. Yeah, I got uh I got the uh, Port Ludlow Bay and Discovery Bay. And uh we got uh, I can see the North Cascades.
7: Yeah,
3: any wildlife out there? Are you are you living amongst the uh the yeah. the, the deer yeah. and the sometimes,
8: Yeah. I see a lot of seals. Mount Really? Uh sometimes. Eagles, yeah. Mountain lions? I've never seen a mountain lion, although there's a there's a little hiking trail uh just down the street, really. And uh, it goes through like an old golf course. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And one day we were walking by there and there was a sign that somebody just taped up and said, Mountain Lions on the golf course. Wow. And so uh, we just didn't go. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good thing
8: I hate
1: to yeah. golf. Yeah. I'd like to see that.
8: I really, like, apparently there's bears out here and people see them all the time. I've never seen a bear. You haven't seen them? Yeah. Not in, not in real. I saw bears at a
3: zoo once, and I really like that grizzly man documentary. Yeah, but oh, dude, I've, um, had, I've, I've never, for a guy who's so well traveled, and uh, you know, I've never pretty much left Queens. I've had uh, numerous bear encounters, and you are a bear. Really? That's right, you are a bear, which what? is interesting. That's right. i fought them, and I had sex with
7: them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing a flannel. <laughs>
1: Flat, and skinny jeans, big gay lumberjack,
3: <laughs> and I had a gel product in my hair. All these guys with beards, like they put these like uh, pictures, like oh here's a here's a uh, twenty five hot dudes with beards, you know. So of course I click on it because I'm, I'm gay and uh, I'm not gay, but I or, or maybe I, I I click on it and I'm I'm looking at these guys and they all they all have these big beards, but then their hair is like they have like these hairstyles, like these. $250 haircuts with gel and the spike. That kills the purpose of having a manly beard if you have a womanly haircut. Yeah,
1: they're trying to play both sides of the
3: fence, dude. It's oh, self-negating.
1: Huh? Yeah.
3: yeah.
8: yeah uh, it's, it's self-negating.
3: You should grow a beard out
8: there in the woods. I c I, I can't grow a beard. I'm apparently a woman. I can't grow a beard. It's, it's the ugliest, wispiest thing. It just looks terrible. When you
1: get mauled by a bear, you're gonna I wish look, you had a beard. I,
8: I look like an Asian like POW is what I look like when I try to like grow out a beard. It looks just it's horrifying.
3: I know exactly what you mean. Uh, people who can't grow a beard, they get just a couple of those, like and you look like a, a samurai or something.
8: It's sad. It's really sad.
3: You look like a, a samurai in the woods of Oregon chasing seals. What do the seals do? Can you interact with them, or they, they run away when you go up to
8: them? No, I mean, they, I just see them in the water. They're just, you know, in the water doing their seal thing. I saw
3: some dolphins on the cruise. They were jumping up and down, yeah, and I looked down into the water, and you could see them under the water. It was great. Whatever pops in your head, you just say it right on my. What do you think I have this show for? What? Dolphins? <laughs>
7: <laughs>
3: I'm sitting out there. We have this balcony on the cruise, and I'm I'm staring at the water for like days, looking for a whale. I'm like, "Come on, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> I know you're out there.
8: Like, there's just nothing to do in a fucking cruise. There's
3: nothing to do except eat and drink and stare and stare at the water. And I'm waiting for these whales. The captain was
8: my life is
3: the captain. So. The captain was such a dry, like weird dude. I don't know if I don't know what country he was from but he's like he gets on the mic every day and he's he's it's it wasn't unlike the first 5 minutes of the show. He just doesn't know what to say and you figure a guy who you know is in is in charge of 4000 people's lives and stuff like that and he uh, attained this rank of captain and he went through the, and he he should be a super like sharp guy but he he's, he has zero social skills. He's on the mic like a he's like Good morning, uh, uh, we have some rain, maybe, It's and he's just going on, uh, I have some bad news, it might rain some wind like tomorrow,
6: <laughs> looks
3: nice, maybe. And that is about all I have to say for today. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Sounds like your captain was Tommy up? <laughs> well, my cousin. My cousin. Because
1: uh...
8: yeah, it was probably his 32nd language. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. English,
3: right? yeah, just use your primary, dude. It's cool. Oh, they went up. To, they went up to the. They went up to the bridge because she saved that guy's life. So the, it was a, the guy was from a different cruise ship. He was uh, and that they saved. But uh, so the captain invites my cousin up to the bridge. And he gave her a stern talking <laughs> to him about and, liability. Yeah, I want to know. Like I'm like I'm thinking. I'm looking at this. I'm thinking of this this giant room with computers and like fifty guys like working like it's like a nuclear. Three dudes up there. Mm. Three. Yeah, that I, doesn't make me feel good. It's like three Swedish guys. What do we do? I don't know. Fuck that Three dudes In charge of four thousand At at night that you can't This is another thing I realized. I'm looking at the front of the boat at night You can't see anything (laughs) It's dark at night (laughs) Is what I realized So like if you're driving the boat There's nothing to see at night They're just on the instruments And that's a little scary to me I don't know why it's
8: disconcerting. Uh, I'm guessing there's not a lot of icebergs on route to Puerto Rico.
3: No, no, mostly mostly uh, uh, algae. Yeah. <laughs> just other <laughs> ships that you have to
8: drive around. Yeah, it was a little rough. It was a little rough going the down thing there. Is like those things when you see like they have like two thousand people employed to make breakfast. Oh yeah, and, I mean, and then there's like three people that you know make sure everybody you know it doesn't
3: drown. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, everyone on the boat, even the uh the waiters and the bartenders and stuff, they all have some kind of emergency job. I this is what this is the most interesting thing to me on the cruise is picking the brains of the workers cuz I'm like, "Hey man, you know, this you know, does this really suck or what? You could tell me. This sucks, right? Man of the people. This is bullshit. They work like 12 hours a day. They get no days off. And then I'm contributing to this to this, you know, indentured servitude. Most of the people are from the Philippines and uh, everyone's cool, and uh, but I like to talk to the dudes. I'm like, you guys, you know, what do you do after you guys? Get, you guys get laid, you get drunk. What's going on? They have a bu- they have a crew bar in the uh, in the hull of the ship. Yeah, <laughs> and they Stay all out of the crew bar. There's no spirits. There's just uh, beer and wine, but it's super cheap for them. It's like two bucks a beer or something. But and then they charge them for internet, like everyone else on the <laughs> boat. If you want internet, you got to buy it. Which is fucking it's probably horrible, like dial up style connection. And they charge them. It's like, come on, dude. It's, it's fucking you get to charge these guys why isn't it free for them no matter what what's the difference do you think they're down in
1: like that crew bar like gambling and wagering internet access points
8: yeah. <laughs> it's that is the most fun yeah. bar on the ship it is the crew bar what's that I guarantee that's the most fun bar right they, on the uh, ship. it's supposed to be a wild like, time down there
1: but passengers can't go there
8: like you could buy like you should buy everybody internet for an hour or and uh yeah they yeah. could
1: they're carrying holy
3: around on their shoulders and- yeah and i got <laughs> this right. i'll tell you what i got this unlimited beverage package right because because and it was like 500 bucks for the from 9 days or whatever but uh you know so i i drank that by like noon so i was it was worth it for me and uh there's a, there's an automatic gratuity put onto it but i now i start thinking i'm like man i know that that's gratuity's getting charged and they're just taking that shit I don't know if it's going to the workers. So now I tipped them on top of that. And then like at the end of the cruise, I, I went around and tried to find the the good dudes and throw them a few bucks.
8: I don't know. You back down of us prick. I feel terrible. But, but did you feel did you feel weird? Like was it I have heard like, cruises are kind of sad. I've never been. I've never been um, on one, but I, I read. I read an essay by David Foster Wallace about it. It was really
3: funny, and he was depressed all the time. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I wasn't depressed all the time. I was with. Uh, I was with a bunch of family, so they were. And I love Colette's family. We all get along great. So it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was good like that. We had plenty of company and stuff. But yeah, it is kind of like
1: the whole thing is weird. Like, yeah, like I think of like like the captain. Like, was that like his dream? Like as a kid, like he was sitting in an apartment building in the Bronx, going, "Someday I'm going to drive this building." <laughs> yeah. Well, he's been doing it since. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's what it is. It's a fucking building. There's uh, the, one of the one of the bartenders was telling me uh, this guy from uh, where is he from? I forget. From, I don't know. So he's telling me that uh, I'm I'm talking to him about the engine crew. You know, because that's what, kind of what my job would be if I was on the boat. What I do at work is, you know, comparable to what, what you would see in, like, the engine room. That's John's lateral seafaring move. Dude, I ha- I'm, I'm like, can I do it? Can I be on the boat? Can I work in the engine room, I'm thinking? So I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, there's people on the boat who I've worked with for a year, and I, I've never seen them. The guy will be like, I, oh, you you work on the boat? He's like, what the fuck? i never seen you. They just stay down there. And there was one American guy working on the boat. A couple Brits. Hello, the rest were uh, Dude, the the Filipino, Yeah, right. He was. He was like the bingo guy or some shit. (laughs) The other people who worked on the boat who were American were the comedy, the comedian, the comedy troupe, which were actually good. I wouldn't get down in the comedy troupe. They were good. If you like improv. And then uh there was this weird All right,
1: somebody give me a topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: All right. <laughs> give me a movie. Name a place. Yeah. All right. Uh something that you would do, you know, if you were uh if you were uh, lived in the mountains of Oregon near the bay. Okay, now name a leading man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it was. But they did you know, they're from they're from second city in Chicago. They do this all the time, I guess. And I don't know what the deal is. Like, hey man, do they go out to do they go into the class? It's called hazing. <laughs> do they go to the class and be like who wants to go on a boat? for nine fucking months <laughs> congratulations you're in second city yeah
1: and then
7: people Go raise their report. The
3: <laughs> everybody takes one step back mm. you just volunteered to be on a cruise ship for nine months and i and there's so many cruise lines i guess they all have this stuff going on but i don't know if you can handle i can't handle the boat life if you can handle it i guess it's not so bad because you know you save a bunch of money working on there did he just hang up on me i think so because oh sorry Devin. i don't know what happened i didn't hang up on you I didn't give you the heave as Tom Shropling would say. Who is calling in in uh, at nine o'clock? The uh, you know, if you can handle it, good for you. You can you know, you could save money because you're not all your meals are paid for. All oh, you, you have you have no rent. Could you really? Get, well, think about if you had an apartment and you you sublet it and you go for six months, and all your and meals your are paid for finds out. Yeah, <laughs> you could probably squirrel away some dough. I don't see why not. Mm. I don't know.
1: I have to think of it. Anybody in the cruise industry want to call in? Oh, yeah.
3: And then, I, you know, I'm reading the Reddit of the cruise guy. Hey, uh, I work on a cruise. Ask me anything. Oh, I'm God. reading that. I get home, like, interested in everyone's lives. I'm, like, searching the, the comedy troupe on Facebook. It's really weird. <laughs> Trying to find you're out, all, like. You're all invested. I want these nuggets of information. Like, what do, how do you end up on a fucking boat? How? How does it happen?
1: What did you do? Who did you kill? Yeah, exactly. There's Whose this. toes did you step on to be banished Ooh. to the sea? Yeah.
3: Some uh, weird ma- magician guy on yeah. there, and he's walking around the boat. Part of his gig is after the show, he has to like kind of walk around the boat and hobnob and do coin tricks and yeah. shit like he that. He like
1: released p- a dove, and it pucked at, pucked, <laughs> p- picked
3: out a kid's eyeballs <laughs> <Right>. or something. <laughs> it's like to the sea with well, you. I did look this guy up, Chip Romero, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Chip Romero is a nice guy, and Hi, uh, I'm Chip, I'll be your uh, magician for the evening. A very good magician. I did not see his act; I just saw him on the boat, like walking around doing these crazy coin tricks. <laughs> Some girls were flashing him. It was crazy. <laughs> and uh, I did look them up, and there was some controversy. I suppose on a cruise ship, the magician is the high man of the totem pole. I, well, oh, the entertainers are must be contracted in a different way. They don't wear name tags, and I guess they can kind of do what they want. They probably have a big suite to themselves or something like that. It, they, they were in a different class of, of a dance instructor or a bingo caller or a waiter, or, you know. Mm-hmm. So I looked this guy up, and there was some controversy with him.
7: <laughs>
3: Legitimately, yeah, he just became my friend on Facebook. I'll find out more later, but yeah, it's a couple legit controversies with Chip Romero. One was that he bought a he bought a couple tricks from somebody, like illusions.
1: That's not unheard of,
3: right? I guess these magicians they like, hey, you, it's uh, I'll sell you this illusion that yeah. I built for ten grand, or yeah, whatever. I'm phasing it out of my act. Exactly So he bought two of them And he never got them And the lady gave him The run around It was this whole scam I think he got his money back That was one Controversy One scandal <laughs> The other one was on the boat He he invited like some kid up there And then he's like "No, nah, I'm just kidding Go back to your seat Or something And it, the kid was like autistic <laughs> 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 And so people on these message boards Like screaming That he's, he's a piece of shit <laughs> 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 Now for my next trick Yeah <laughs> Tell you that crew, he made my money disappear. Oh, oh, oh,
7: hey,
3: hey. (laughs) my dignity. (laughs) So that was the cruise. We had fun. Uh, Saint Martin was the best place. Just sit on the beach all day. Beautiful weather. Nice.
1: Is that the place where the planes come in really low? Yes,
3: you can go. We didn't go to that beach. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nicole did. Colette's sister.
1: One side is like Dutch and one side is French. Exactly.
3: That's right. We're on the Dutch side. I know facts, man. And cigarettes were two dollars a pack on the Dutch side. Wow. And I fucked up. I bought them on the boat. I did the little calculations. I paid $372 a pack. Mm. <laughs> you got a hose. B. I, I came home with thousands of cigarettes. I'm passing through customs. The guys like, anything to declare? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, know. <If> you fuck. <laughs> Screw you! This isn't real customs. This is boat customs. It is. Yeah, it was like you know, the customs guy. Seriously, we
3: pulled into New York. We didn't have to fly anywhere. That's 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 kind of the 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 uh, attraction to the yeah. cruise to me is that I could just I could have I almost literally got off the boat and walked to work mm. that day. But I was like, ah, I'll take the day off. Mm. <laughs> I could walk to work in two minutes, which is nice. But, yeah, the uh, the customs is a joke. They don't give a fuck. You're only supposed to bring uh, a, one carton. And <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking cartons in the kids' luggage. I'm giving them to Bobby. I spread cartons all over the world.
1: Do you see at the Duty Free, they sell the five, the box that's five cartons in one box? No, I duty-free. haven't seen that. No, They sell that at Duty Free, right? And But then sometimes, like, they'll go through your bag and they'll take four of the cartons away from you. It's like, well, why are they allowed to sell them in... Exactly. Boxes of five cartons, and then they'll take the fucking four cartons away from you. Bullshit. Mm. Like, should I split them up amongst <laughs> amongst the members of my party?
3: I'm thinking of going and selling some loose cigarettes on the street.
1: You should, for a goof. Yeah. I heard, I heard
3: there's a hole to fill in Staten Island. There's a good place uh, over there. Mm. I'm looking to get into a fight with a cop. <laughs> I'm looking to pick a Another fight news. with one of these motherfuckers. I got nothing against cops except that they suck. Fucking guys, what the hell's going on? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm talked out. What about Joe Walsh? I'm talked out. Oh, yeah. Well, I started talking about that. What would you think of Joe Walsh, Pat?
1: I was fucking pleasantly surprised. Get in there, there's two drummers. What? Did you think it was
3: going to suck? Percussion player in the middle, three broads singing. I'm like, oh, Right, yeah. The two drummer thing. And but then we, they rocked. What was weird about the two drummers was they uh, they played the exact same thing the whole time. Even the fills, they played them all in, in tandem. You know, they were synced
1: up. Yeah, Danny was saying to me, he's like, why is that second guy there? They're doing the same exact thing. I was like, I don't know, maybe he's behind his mortgage payment. Joe's a nice
3: dude. (laughs) Joe Walsh turns around there's one dude playing percussion like in the middle of the two drummers. He's introducing the band. He's like, that's like Freddie. I don't know what he does. He just shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy's back there. He's like grinning. Joe Walsh was funny. Oh, that that was the best because you called it. He started looping something with a pedal. And Pat's like, oh, he's using the, the loop pedal. He starts this song, and it's looping, and then the loop fucks up, and he stops the song, and he just goes, yeah, I was watching these kids on
7: YouTube
3: <laughs> messing around with the loop pedals, <laughs> and that was it. They never, they never they just, started the next just one. One, <laughs> one. to the next number. Yeah. I was watching these kids on
9: YouTube.
3: You could tell, I'm like, oh, he's looping, he's looping, he's looping, and then the loop got screwed up. <laughs>
1: I think he shut it off by accident. He yeah, like, he did something. just
3: cut, and he was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody.
1: <laughs> he's making the crowd do shout back. He's like, all right, everybody go, whoa. Everybody's like, whoa. And he's like, everybody go, woog wooga. Man, you guys are good.
7: <laughs>
3: this is the best crowd I've ever seen. And then he did the old Queens reference. Mm. He, uh, what's that song? Oh, In the City from... Uh, the Warriors. Yeah. And uh, he introduced that song by asking, he goes, some guy came up to me, he's like, we're doing this movie, <laughs> do you know anything about gangs? I said, sure. <laughs> I know a lot about gangs. I was in a gang in PS 262 in Queens. I'm going,
1: I thought, he, I thought
7: he's from Ohio. Yeah, right. i
3: like, I don't remember that. I got to put him in the churches of New York page if that's true. That's true, yeah, he's in. <laughs> but he did, he was awesome, man. He did a great job. Changed guitars every song, <laughs> every single song. Brand new guitar. One of them had the plastic still on the back. Still it, yeah. <laughs> but he was excellent. I Joe,
1: take the plastic off the back of the sparkle. Nah, it's not
3: my job, man.
1: <laughs> no, man. Larry does that. <laughs> that's Larry's job, <show>. Larry. <laughs> Hey, Larry, how come you didn't take the back off the guitar?
3: Take the plastic off the back of the guitar, Larry. Joe Walsh was... Poor Larry. (laughs) He was excellent. His uh, guitar work is unparalleled. He did some weird thing in the middle of a solo. I don't want to get too music geeky here, but uh, that was like... I've never seen anything like it. Like, he was doing a regular, like, rock solo. And then he threw in, like, this... I don't even know what... Like... What do you call those scales?
1: It just spits out, like, these little runs. It
3: was crazy. It was like a dyad, triad. <laughs> I, was act- I was actually happy to, to hear Life in the Fast Lane. You know, all right, here's the deal with Life in the Fast Lane. That riff rules, and he wrote it, yeah. and that's the only reason. And then it, with, without Don Henley singing it, it's like, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> it
1: was great. And I could just watch it. Like, it was so fluid playing that that riff. I was right. like, how
3: the hell is he doing it? I'll tell you how he did it because the Eagles told him, listen, motherfucker, you're going <laughs> to practice this riff day in and day out if you're getting paid. Joe, we need to have a talk. <laughs> yeah. There's no forgetting. You know, he could forget the riffs through his own songs, but when we we're on, on tour with those other three dickheads, four, whatever, they're all going to fucking- oh, Everybody gonna, always forgets the, Timothy <laughs> Schmidt. It's a business. The Eagles, Inc. Corporation. You're going to play these lines right, but he whipped it out, man. and That's a killer riff. Killer. <laughs> Did all the hits, Funk 49, life's been good.
1: The best ever was, like, well, God, it's got to be 25 years ago when he was in the Stern show, the f- the first Channel 9 show that Howard did, and, uh, like, uh, like, hey, Joe, uh, Don Hilly gets really mad when you play Desperado, right? He goes, yep. He goes, would you play Desperado first right now? He goes, yep. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. launches right into it. Get his no shit. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Put off the Eagles reunion for like 15 years <laughs> yeah. in one fell swoop. For, a, you know, yeah. Ter- was that when Sam Kennison was playing lead guitar along with him? It was awful. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, but Joe Walsh was great. He was good. Yeah. Hey, there's Joe Walsh. Let me
1: pick up a guitar and play guitar in front of Joe Walsh. I just got into a fist fight that's how Dan- much. That's how much
3: cocaine Sam Kennison was on. <laughs> I think I almost got into a fist fight with Dan Darrow last night. We are arguing about the, uh, The latest uh, current events. (laughs) He's all pissed off. I'm like, you know, he's basically calling me a phony, which I took very, it was very insulting.
1: The night started off with us standing on the plane train platform and him saying to me that he's sick of everybody pontificating about this on Facebook. And the night ended with him
3: pontificating about it for an hour on the train ride home. On the train ride home, we tried to talk and he'd be like, no, 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 shut up. Shut up. And I'm like, okay, we'll be quiet. You can I just, go. I just said, stop yelling for forty minutes. Yeah, stop yelling. You would. You touch his shoulder, and he's like, don't touch me. Yeah.
1: It's Like, stop yelling. He was You're yelling. So, we cleared out the entire car. Yeah, yeah. we had a whole Did car we? to ourselves. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Girls were just grabbing
3: their bags and getting up and walking right out of the fucking car. They were like, enough of this horseshit. Then uh, we we go to the bar outside the train station. I have like a half hour to wait for the train, and we go have a drink, and then. Uh, I went to the bathroom I come back He's gone What the hell happened To this guy Mm. I call him (laughs) He comes back Walking around the corner He came back Fuck you I'm like (laughs) like, Where'd you go You have like Half a peel. He's like "Uh, No I didn't I didn't leave (laughs) He totally (laughs) left He totally was Halfway home And then he He turned around And came back And was just all weird about it Dan if you're listening I love you (laughs) We had a fun time What a band Field trip that was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Our band field trips always wound up being yelly. Yeah, very yelly. <laughs> Everything was going great. We, you know, but but the, you know, my train was so late. By the time I got to Joe Walsh, I think I was at six beers in. Joe Walsh went on to like fucking six p.m. Like what the uh, hell was that? A matinee? I knew that was going to happen. I couldn't believe it.
1: <clears throat> it's yeah. at eight p.m. I assume that means doors at eight. Right. No opening act. Yeah. Showed up at 8:24, and Danny and I were walking up the steps going in, and I was like, Jesus, pretty ballsy playing your own music before you go on. Uh, we walk in, and he was on. He played Life of Illusion. 8:24 was the train that we
7: got oh, on, or I love that we song.
1: arrived.
3: Damn it. I did miss mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Fuck. Damn it. Let's go back. Let's go back and see Joe Walsh again. Anyway, we should take a break. And when we come back, hopefully we'll be getting a phone call and we'll interview Tom Sharpling. What do you think of that? I'm fine with it. Are you? I am, yeah. I'm going to allow it. Well, let's hear an an advertisement first. Here's an ad from uh, one of our sponsors. Thank you. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Thanks.
5: The big after Thanksgiving Day sale is happening every Friday night on Live from the Barrage. 12 packs of Bud Heavy Long Necks, only $5.99. One pound fish, just 2 dollars a pound. Frigidaire refrigerators full of Welch's Grave Soda, now only 7 dollars Buy one four-pack of Kiwi Strawberry Seagram's Escapes, get a second one free. 60% off the department store prices on all Crocus tapes, mint tapes, mint deluxe tapes, LP tapes, CD tapes, MP3 tapes, and tape tapes. 25% off all audio equipment with light smoke damage. calzones, now only $22. Don't be a chooch, these offers won't last. So get something for the student on your list this holiday season. Only on Live from the Barrage.
2: I got more beauticians than the world's best musicians. I got shitloads of 10-10 abulation, buttloads of trials and tribulations. Don't need no seat to the Champagne Jerry Show, cause it's one long-standing ovation. Every interview I do in the shower begins, well, I wouldn't say that I'm the best, but let's be honest, I am the best. You think I can't sing? I can sing like a motherfucker. Shit. Ooh, I want to be your lover. Getting drunk in the woods, bit up by chiggers and no How many rappers you know sold out the new museum? You know one, exactly one. Champagne Jerry. Freezer full of Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies and I eat sharing. We can take a snack break, stand around and talk about showbiz. Or we can launch a Kickstarter and get those million dollar bids. The only way you can stay, one. Number one. Stay,
0: stay, number stay number one is to be number, That's the number one.
2: one. And that, it turns out, is not going to be a problem for me. I'm Champagne Jerry. Yeah, I'm not done. The only way you're going to stay, number one, is first got to be number one. My sexy-ass hair making people stare at my small-ass derriere in the mirror, stirring up the soup like Ric Flair. Ric Flair, suplexes in the shining sun. Listen, the only way you're going to stay, number one, is first got to be number one. And that, it turns out, is not going to be a problem for me. I'm Champagne Jerry. I wouldn't say that I'm the best, but let's be honest, I am the best. The only way you're going to stay, number one, number one. be a problem for me. I'm Champagne Jerry.
0: The only way you can be number one one, one, is to be number one.
2: one. And that, it turns out, is not going to be a problem for me. I'm Champagne Jerry. That was then. Now I'm this Champagne Jerry. Fuck all the rest. I'm sorry I couldn't come in today. I was working at my other job, being the fucking best. That (laughs) was then. Now I'm this Champagne Jerry all the rest. I'm sorry I couldn't come in today. I was working at my other job, being the fucking best.
0: Uh. The only way you can can stay number one
2: one, is to be number one! And that, it turns out, is not going to be a problem for me. I'm Champagne Jerry. The only way
3: Hello.
8: Hello.
3: Hello. Is this Tom?
8: It is Tom.
3: Oh, hi, Tom. Thanks for calling. This is John. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, We're talking to Tom Sharpling. Of course, uh, he hosted the best show on FMU for, what, 13 years? Yeah. And uh, the best show is is slated to return. It was supposed to return in November, and... uh, I guess you
8: November or thereabouts there... <laughs> if you read the fine print on the on the poster. We're in the or thereabouts territory right now. Or... So we're, we're we're close. We're very close.
3: Very close. All right. Uh, you know a million of my friends uh were heartbroken when uh you quit. Did you quit? I guess you quit, right? Yeah.
8: Uh, we end. we ended the show.
7: Right. I don't think,
8: I don't know like You quit makes it seem like a... Cardboard box with my stuff out, or I poured my coffee all over the boss's desk. <laughs> right.
3: yeah. yeah, you, um, yeah, you, you boxed everything up like a like a, yeah. a, 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 a fired detective, and walked out with it. Threw,
8: yeah, threw my badge on the desk, and then
3: <laughs> the gun. The yeah. gun. So, but yeah. uh, and uh and. uh <laughs> What format will this be coming back in Tom?
8: Well, the show will be um, it will be this, the same exact show and you'll listen to it live on the internet. Live. And then there will be podcasts right. of it afterwards, just like before.
3: You couldn't uh, fathom doing just a podcast. It has to be live, right?
8: Well, I like that part of it. That's the exciting part, is the, the live part.
3: Right, me too. And yeah, caller. Call, phone calls. Yeah, phone call calls are a huge, huge part of your show. You can't do it without phone call. Exactly. Where are you guys, by the way? Um, uh, we're in Queens. We're in my garage. Okay. It's cold. And uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. we have a small little show here that uh, has been going on for like two and a half years, where 20 people listen to. And uh, it's exciting for us to talk to you. Who's in there? Who's in there right now? Right now, it's just myself and uh, my friend Patrick Walsh. Hello there. Hello, Patrick. Hey. And, uh, yeah, how are you? A, a lot of people had uh, problems getting here. Today. Oh, my friend Ryan just walked in. He's here, too. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So when you do the show, how many people are in there with you? There's AP Mike. There's you.
8: And yeah. I'm pretty and- much alone in the room, and AP Mike is in the uh, outside the room at a desk.
3: See at the, uh, at, the at the beginning of the show when uh, no one showed up and it was just me, I was terrified, and this has never happened to me before. Where I had no one to talk to, and I, I can't imagine doing that. And and thank God somebody called in because I was dying out of here. <laughs> How do you do it? How do you sit there by yourself and talk to the audience? And when you tell a story, there's no real reaction. No one's no one laughs. No one says, "Oh, that's interesting."
8: Well, my friend, that. It's like saying to LeBron James, how do you dunk that basketball the way you dunk it? (laughs) By the way. When when I'm on the court, (laughs) I try and I don't go anywhere near the rim. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, it's, it's, it's why I want to keep doing this show. Because I'm really good at that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Does that sound jerky?
3: No, <laughs> not I at just, all. Not it, at all. By the way. My favorite
8: that, thing to do, and I do it well.
3: Uh, Nick's losing fourth quarter, 95 to 86 to Charlotte. Uh, six minutes. Yeah, six no and ahead. a half
8: minutes. Oh, it's great to see you. Phil Jackson brought his winning ways to uh, New York, <laughs> yeah. and has really shown these guys how to put together a uh, championship season. You know, I went so, uh, worship Phil Jackson. I you went. Bang.
3: I went inside to plug my internet in, and uh, my son told me that the Knicks were four and sixteen. Can, that can't be right. Is
8: that right? No, no, it's not right. They're they're about to be four and seventeen. Oh is my what god! They're losing by twenty uh, points now. Right? Halfway. Uh, he was laughing at how the 76ers are like, I'll get them when when win the game. They one won four and lost 16. That's <laughs> not much better. It's almost better just not winning any, just making it dramatic well, I stop- how bad you are.
3: I stopped in my tracks and I turned to him and I said, that can't be right. And he goes to daddy. said, they're four and 16. That's unreal. Ah. Unreal, man. Yeah. J- R- bad. I blame J.R. Smith for at least three Cornel. of those losses.
8: <laughs> you know, I blame I blame uh, the Dolan family, obviously, right. or uh, they're just bums. They're bu- bums and rats who should be driven into the ocean for their crimes against uh, against the, uh, the, the New York Knicks. And Phil Jackson is a, a fraud. I've always found him to be a fraud, and he... The worst team he ever coached only had Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol on it. Yeah. It's like, that's him at his absolute bare bones, a guy who is the second leading scorer in NBA history now, who's our third, he's third, I think, and he's gunning to just be, to hang in there to beat Greenman, Bulchovski record Ugh. that just that guy and an all-star uh, big man. The only that was him that his most bare bones roster wise.
3: So you're not a fan. You
8: <clears throat> you're you're, you're not, not a
3: fan. You're not a fan of uh, JD in the straight shot then.
8: No, well, look. I like the music, I just don't like how we run the team. I just think that's the that's the that's the conundrum here is that I enjoy, and when he makes music, I just wish he could bring that level of of proficiency to to the Knicks.
3: Right, or the you know, I'm a Rangers fan too, so I'm getting it from both ends, and uh, you know,
8: it, but the Rangers are at least at least they're good. Oh they're yeah. Not, What's that?
3: Oh yeah, we're we're competitive. We're in the finals last year. Sure, we. Yeah, so what we. are you crying? What are you complaining
8: about? You're getting it from both ends, Rangers. <laughs> They've been bad for Rangers. years. Yeah, but they're not bad now. Uh, You're getting it on one end.
3: Never going to win anything. I take my hey, kids. No win. will win. That's one of my big regrets. Is uh, you know, not forcing my kids to be Knicks fans, but you know, however it goes, like you know, you're a Knicks fan, then your your children follow behind you, and then I take them to the games, and they go. To, the Knicks made the playoffs. What two years ago? They get all excited, and, the, and then their dreams get crushed, and you have to explain to them that this, this is the way it's always going to be. It's horrible. <laughs>
8: <laughs> They're, gonna be They're gonna be bad for the next ten years. Now that's this
3: That's You have kids, right? Or are you uh, you have one kid or two? Kids?
8: I, no, I'm no, I have no
3: kids. No, I
8: thought you had a kid. No. Oh, you thought wrong. My friend. Wow,
3: I do. Uh, I did my research.
8: <laughs> Definitely. Oh, where I don't know where you're doing research. But- wow. Let me tell you
3: something. I want to. I want to tell you. On this. That
8: might be the same place that tells you that the Rangers are getting it from both ends. They went to the finals last year. I have news really for you, my friend. I have news for they didn't you, my win friend. Everything
3: you have a kid.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tom Junior, you just don't know it. He's out there, and he wants. He, okay. he needs love.
8: Okay. Well, he's looking for me. I'm looking for him. It's uh, it sounds a very touching story.
1: John consulted your stalker for information. That's very dangerous research.
8: This is a very ineffective stalker. They are not, they need to step up their stalking game if they're not sure whether I have a child or not.
3: <laughs> you said it was yours. Is
1: it
8: They might be following somebody else. <laughs>
3: it's Gary Shanley. <laughs> <It's> Gary Shanley's <laughs> yeah,
8: Exactly. Uh, Close enough. We like had... that person goes to, uh, doesn't go to do a radio show now either. So it's, it's, it might be Tom and. Yeah, but it's like no. <laughs> you got you really where, where? Where do you get off with this Rangers thing? That that irks me. You're really you're cry, cry baby. Man, we we're getting in from both ends. You went to the finals. Like I'm that's a new. That's such a New York attitude. Oh, stop it! That as somebody who is, I would want myself in with that attitude, where it's like either if you don't win at all, you will win nothing. New York, like you might as well to... be the worst team in sports where it's like... You listen you, know, to me. you talk to people in other areas of the country, it's just like, all they do is just eat it year after year. Whatever. Look Don't... at these Royals fans. Look at these Royals fans. It took them 30 years to make one postseason game. Right. And they were... So like that's what it's really like is when uh, you tell when us you're what it's like, a Padres fan.
3: Tell us what it's like, guy who was in the Derek Jeter commercial. <laughs> you know, big <laughs> Yankees fan, winning all the time, stupid team, horrible.
8: What, what do you what, so you think you think I'm in mean that because they were just reading ra- 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 people on the fanometer to see who could make the needle move the most. No, if I think i the biggest Yankees fan. I don't care about the Yankees. I don't care about baseball. I think baseball's terrible.
3: So why are you in the commercial? Would it some like your buddy make it or something? I'm famous.
8: That's why. I'm a star. Who
3: they asked you. Me. That's right. He asked me to be in it. He's got That's the why. verified checkmark.
8: auditioning for these things? you hand in hand. <laughs> That's what they No.
10: Will you be in it, Tom? You yes, out, I'll be in it. Do you go out drinking with Derek Jeter? <laughs> yeah.
3: Never uh what's what's that? Respect. Respect. Tom tipped his cap and then uh right right before or after Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I my cap. Yeah,
8: me, Billy Crystal, uh, Rudy. Oh, Billy Crystal, Daisy, all the greats, all the
3: greats. We were, we were all winning.
8: <laughs> Rudy. Yeah, it, was like a, it was all
3: of us. The Mount Rushmore oh. of uh, douchebags.
8: Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, you, Tom. Not you. I somehow ended up on that. I don't know why you're being mean to me now, just because I made you feel. Uh, uh, less than because of your 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 horrible suffering you've gone
3: through as a You're conflating my uh, suffering. You're right. I should. Uh, we were in the finals. Fine. I, I don't have it that bad. But
8: speaking that, that was June that that happened, right?
3: I know. I snuck in. There's no way I can afford six tickets
8: months ago. I, I six I, months <laughs> ago they were in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not even like. The season passed.
3: You know, we're supposed to be oh. unif- unified here and in, in, uh, in feeling bad about the Knicks, but I see you've, you've taken another road.
8: Well, because the Rangers fans have this, uh, this uh, it's like, <laughs> Yankees fans have this attitude. I've said this on the radio before. Yankees fans act like Andrew Dice Clay. Mets fans act like the impression that Andrew Dice Clay does on his wife that
7: make it
8: like the loser like that beaten down thing but then Rangers fans it's like they secretly want to lose on some level like yes like yeah like 1942 it's the worst we're stuck with the curse and it's like it's like these these uh, these Cubs fans, it's like they don't know what they would do if they won. Their world, their their entire self-image would change if they if win. at all. That's why I hope that dude who, what's the guy? He looks like the guy from Storage Wars is their manager uh, <laughs> now, right? Just like Barry on Storage Wars. Oh, war. uh,
3: Joe Madden, Joe Madone, whatever yeah. his name is, yeah.
8: Yeah, I like that guy. I like that guy because he... Basically, I like that guy because he looks like Barry on Storage (laughs) Wars.
3: He's going to turn things around, I think,
8: yeah. (laughs) I, I will actually root for the Cubs because that guy looks like barry
3: from storage wars yeah <laughs> you're a fan of barry from storage wars you know that guy i was reading something about i haven't watched it in a while but uh, that, that barry guy was like a friend of the executive producer or something and he never went to these storage locker things like uh, but uh he's some rich dude and they're like hey you want to be on this show and bid on storage lockers?" he's like yeah fucking, i'll do it hold on hold on a
8: minute go ahead you're telling me that there's something fake about storage warrants? I knew
3: you were going to say that. That's true. Yes, yes.
8: <laughs> no. He, he, him and his brother had, like, a produce business. Right. Like, they, they were just like, yeah. And this guy just, like, collected things. But he was not a guy raiding storage lockers. Can you imagine what it would be like to actually go to a storage locker and see the trash in you know, a there. If they were filming that show, if they were not doctoring everything on it, it would take two years to do one episode, because it would just be baby clothes in this thing and just like empty boxes. it' be took, okay, well, six months before it's on one decent locker. But then they opened the locker, every the greatest riches you've ever seen right. are inside these locker.
7: F- Phil Jackson's like, championship trophy.
10: Can I can I tell you something? I actually went to one of those just to see what it would be like. Once I saw a sign yeah. outside that said "auction today," and uh, I pulled in and I got a number and I walked through. I had no intention of bidding on anything. I just wanted to see what uh, some of these what was in some of these lockers. The first locker that they opened up. I'm not kidding. James Dolan's there was, corpse. There was uh, seven uh, weightlifting uh, plates on the floor. There was seven of them, and it, it went for $15. Right. Hey, I'm like, and I said to somebody, well, why the hell are they bidding on that? Oh, because you take it down and you mungo it. You trade it in at the uh, scrap yard. S- they yards. scrap it
3: for uh, scrap metal, yeah. <laughs>
10: <laughs> what do you That's get, $20 top. for that?
3: Yeah, That's a good show. That's how Ryan gets his- it.
8: And is is now is that the the locker you're doing your show out of now?
7: <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: storage, storage wars flushing. Right. You open the locker right. and there's there's three idiots uh, in a garage and flushing doing <laughs> an internet radio show and zero bits
10: <laughs> There was start nothing. Bidding. There was nothing good in it, except for one locker that had, like, store merchandise. But that was about it. That's the only one I What kind of
3: store merchandise?
10: It was like Harley-Davidson knockoff uh, oh. uh, accessories.
3: The, uh, the internet radio show thing, uh, I want to know, are you, will you be uh, swearing on the show, Tom, or you're, you're not into it? Yeah, probably not.
8: Right. I don't, I don't want to change that. And? It's, uh, it's, I, it's at a point where I think it's, We've established a certain tone for what the show is, and I, I don't want it. Right, but if suddenly so, start cursing, right, if, if I can,
3: right, if a caller makes you like really worked up and gets you really angry, you're not gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hold your tongue.
8: I – I, yeah, I, I can. I'm not. I've worked in professional situations where you don't just start swearing and everything, and I, I'm sure I can hold that level uh, of. Uh, Human, human uh, uh, courtesy down. Right for three more hours a week. It just yeah. You know, look, if, if, I, if I'm playing a uh, music or something and curses get out, it's like I don't care about that. I'm not going to sweat that part of it as much as I would have in the past because of the F- FCC regulations. But I'll, I'll, uh, I'm not looking to change everything with that.
3: What about the music licensing? How does that work? Do you guys have to? Uh I don't, I don't know we're, how it works. We, we, yeah, still, we we're going
7: to be paying. Anything, oh, really? Oh.
3: Is it expensive? What's that? Is it expensive? Yeah,
8: everything's expensive to do this show. I'm doing it all out of pocket. I'm, I'm going really? broke.
3: So am I, and I just played Aerosmith, and no one sued me yet. I, I don't pay a dime.
8: I, <laughs> what Aerosmith song did you play?
3: I played Back in the Saddle. Get it? Because you're back in the saddle.
8: <laughs> I do, I I do get it. That was pretty, that's pretty, it's pretty good. I, I would have preferred you played some late period Aerosmith, like something off of, uh, on Bobo, maybe. But, <laughs> but uh, you can do early stuff. That's fine.
3: That's radio time. you know. It's before a...
8: they had it figured out. That's like Aerosmith kind of, still learning how to be great. And then, they got it, though, with, uh,
3: Pump. Pump, right. That's the the uh, record cover with the uh, the two uh, automobiles having sex with each other, I believe. Yes.
8: <laughs> That's really a really good... subtle, real subtle, uh, like, get it? No, no, everybody got it. Don't that, worry. Yeah, everybody. A... It took one second for everyone to get it.
3: It's an Easter egg.
8: Now, no one, now everyone who bought it has to look at that cover for the rest of Put that on the inside.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even attempt a at comedy grenade. There. Tom, how are you paying for the show? Is it going to be? Uh, are there going to be ads or what's the deal?
8: Yeah, we'll, we'll have some advertising.
3: Yeah, who you got? Yeah, Tostitos. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Tostitos.
7: Did you say? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Why not? They're delicious. Everyone loves them.
8: Sure. Let's do. their their phone number. I'll call a Tostitos. Was it like a customer line, maybe? Yeah. And then I'll just press six for advertising department. And then, hey guys, you you like uh, snacking, right? I do. <laughs> and when it's time to snack, whether you're watching the big game, right, or I'll just hanging out with some friends drinking a cold one, why not uh, enjoy the the satisfying crunch of a Tostitos. Hey, you got this uh, what down. Are they? are they chips? What, are they? what, are they? what, do you, what is a Tostito? Is it a nacho you
10: did, chip? You just did a Perfect
3: whole pitch for the Tostitos and you don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like a chip, a nacho chip. <laughs> you dip it in salsa, I believe. When okay. Right. You better do some research before you ring them. I've done all my research. Oh, you're talking to Tom?
8: Yeah. yeah. You Tom, sure
3: have. are you in any...
8: My son was telling me how great your research uh, is. Okay. On the show. <laughs> was he? <laughs> uh,
3: does he know the Knicks record? Does he hate <laughs> James Stone? Do you... Uh, uh, are you in any Twitter feuds lately? I've been reading all about these Twitter feuds you're in all the time. <laughs>
8: No, so not I, anymore. I saw you. Not lately. i will start again, though. Don't I, worry. There'll be a lot of Twitter feuds. I saw it's, it. it's coming. It's going to be violent. When the show comes back. There's going to be an edge <laughs> to things. I, it's definitely going to be some aggression because uh, now money is in the mix. And uh, basically, I started doing my show when uh, Bill Clinton was still president. I started the best show. Right. And now these uh, these uh, half wits and uh, and drips and all. Oh. Overtaken the market and are, are getting uh, over uh, getting paid uh, for for uh, for just doing uh, the subpar broadcasts. And now I'm here to take my ball back.
3: That's right. And how a guy like you, whose show is so great, if you don't mind me saying so, I don't want to embarrass you. How oh, you're, you're not impro- approached by. You know, a satellite radio, something like that. No one, uh, even uh, terrestrial radio, as they say, no one comes up to you and says, "We want Tom Sharply." I don't believe. Not really.
8: Not really. Satellite radio never did. Few things for terrestrial radio. Uh, And when when the show went off, there were a few real offers from places, some uh, podcast networks that were legitimate offers, and some, uh, some. uh, uh, public radio made a real offer, and but none of it really added up to being the right fit for the show in one way or another. So it's like, well, are we going to do this ourselves, right?
3: And we'll uh, we'll we'll still have uh, John Worcester calling in. Yep. <laughs> what is the the uh, the vinyl rock rotten rule? Are those all sold out?
8: No, no. Those are the, the, there was a record store day one that was a uh, uh, like a colored vinyl uh, version of it. I think those are gone. But the there's a standard black vinyl issue of it that's going to stay in print. That's not going anywhere.
3: No, oh, I want the red one. I got to find that on eBay or something.
8: It's uh It's, look, it's out there. It's how you, if you wanted to play the collector game, I'm sure there's. <laughs> copies out there for people who bought it on record store they not knowing what it was and then just trying to flip it.
3: And then you you guys oh. are gonna release a sixteen disc sixteen disc box set of uh yeah. sharpling and worcester. And that's in that's next year. March.
8: That's right. But that's it's in March. it comes out in March. pre order is going on now. You can you can uh line your copy up now. It's uh 16 CDs, it's uh, 20 hours of stuff, it's got a 100 page hardcover book with it, it's got a, a roadmap uh, poster, uh, it's got scratch off tattoos of Newbridge? USB drive that has all the CDs on it plus 4 more hours of stuff it's jam packed with stuff. Postcards. It's it's crazy. Gee, who, nine is... pounds. This thing weighs nine pounds.
3: Nine pounds of, of material. <laughs> who goes through all the the archives and stuff and decides what to like? We spent
8: the whole year doing that.
3: Jeez, you did it yourself.
8: So, well, me and John and uh, Rob Mice, who's uh, kind of been the archivist of the show, and uh, Michael Slayback from Numero Group. Uh, so the, the four of us did it, and uh, it took all year That's an to an inc- inc- the whole deal.
3: Incredible amount of work. Jesus. My God.
8: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. My, son, my son helped also. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he did,
10: yeah. He's stuffing envelope. Yeah, as we
3: he's, speak. He's, uh, he's downloaded Audacity, and he's a uh, – what What are you looking By at? By the right? way,
10: the, the Knicks just lost at the buzzer. Oh,
3: my God. 103-102. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, Good. Dude, good. 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 And Derek, but don't
8: worry, they don't get the first. They don't get the lottery pick either. If that uh, makes anybody, they don't. They don't get it. It goes to uh we never get m- maybe like Minnesota or some somebody else gets. The, it does will Pelic- get a nice I high. Think it's the
10: Pelicans. Pick. Oh
3: my God! What a disaster! Look at this team. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm watching the game. What? This is awful. You know, what
8: I feel bad for you. Know, what I feel bad for is Carmelo Anthony. This guy. Yeah, he's stuck. Feel bad. He's. he's, 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 he's uh, he, it's so exciting watching somebody who's been actually score, Next, I haven't had a star in so long, and now this is the team he's, he's surrounded. He comes back, and then this is the team he's surrounded by. This group of just uh, drips like uh, uh, Samuel Dallas there.
3: Right, who's the, you know, the point guard, just nameless point guards, and it's just horrible. It's bad all around. We, you know, I don't know. Well, they got rid of Tyson Chandler. I thought I go, oh, that's good. They know something. He's breaking down. And now we got nobody. Nobody.
8: I mean, look, he, he's the kind of thing you got to move him for, uh, if you're not going to win, he, he doesn't do you any good. Yeah.
3: Hey, when would you get into puppets? <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the first Gary the Squirrel appearance uh, today, and it was it was very funny, and I was wondering, like, wh- how does this happen? Like, how do you introduce a puppet into the studio? Is it out of, <laughs> is it out of you like, desperation? It, it, it,
8: it, you end up there. I don't even know how I ended up there, but I ended up there. You it ended up
3: there, right. <laughs> and now there's a puppet oh. on the show.
8: Yeah, one day you turn around, and there's and there's... Puppets on the show. Right. It's
3: a puppet who dishes on popular culture. He loves movies. Yeah. Yeah.
8: yeah.
3: <laughs> He's good. I like that squirrel. He's funny.
8: Thank you. I'll tell him. <laughs>
3: Tom, you have any radio influences?
8: Besides you? Besides me. Um, sure. I, look, I grew up listening to Howard Stern and uh, a lot of WABC. Listen to a lot of Bob Grant. And shows like that isn't isn't
3: and, Bob uh, Bob Grant the originator of uh, the Get Off My Phone?
8: Oh yeah, yeah, the Get Get off off one who started that. And I, I don't even think he started that. I think he took it from someone else. <laughs> no, that's the great,
3: great thing about having a radio show is whenever somebody calls in, you're like, oh, good, they, they just called in. And then the second they start talking, you won't, don't want them on the phone anymore.
8: <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard man.
3: Oh man, I was—I yeah. had the bad company all queued up. I don't know what happened to it. It's gone.
8: What are you gonna do to me? No, You're do to me you?
3: never, never. I would never do that. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm not a bully like you. Where's this aggression coming from? <laughs> no, no, I was trying to—I was trying to segue. into... I was reading some message board where people are accusing you of being a bully, and if, you had defenders and this and that. And they're like, "Well, Tom's got really mean in the past." You know, from this day, from this year to this year, he's he's all mad and he's he's a bully and he's mean and this and that. Yeah,
8: well, it's called life. It's like, like everybody doesn't have different, different. Uh, they're not in different places and different different times. I did the show for thirteen years. <laughs> right, it stretches when you're in a not a good place during things, and the stretches when you're in a good place. Yeah. Every well, I'm not allowed to be happy that, or I'm supposed to just bottle things before I go on the radio and not be a normal person.
3: I'm not accusing you of it. I'm just telling you what the, the listeners—this is their feedback. All right.
8: This is internet scuttlebutt.
3: <laughs> yeah, all these people.
8: Uh, it did a little bit of a Howard Cosell thing where you said, "People say this
3: exactly." And right. You,
8: the thing is the, the the amorphous they. And then,
7: uh... yeah,
3: I relieve myself of the responsibility of accusing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the show, uh, I know I'm all over the place with this interview, and I apologize. The show's going to be free, right? Yeah. Cool.
5: Cool.
8: Yeah. Let everybody hear it.
3: Free show. Uh, so you don't know.
8: I'm putting put a paywall up.
3: You haven't announced uh, what uh, website it's going to be on yet, have you?
8: Sure, I have. It's
3: uh, thebestshow.net. Thebestshow.net, everybody. Right,
8: thebestshow.net. And
3: we'll be able to listen live there, and uh, I, I assume that all the uh, archive podcasts will be available on that exact same website.
8: It is the exact same website, and your, your other uh, standard places for getting podcasts.
3: Right, that would be, you know, we know what that is. iTunes. Yes, iTunes. Ugh. Yeah. What a nightmare that thing is. I put my podcast up there. It takes something like a week. So, uh, I guess you know you have to be you have to be famous. You have to have the uh, verified Twitter check mark to get your iTunes up there the day of. That's
8: uh, yeah, it's fine because I have no problem with that stuff. It's <laughs> pretty fast. Yeah, look, it can be rough for every everybody's got everybody gets it. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, you're getting it on both ends. You know what
3: I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. Like one end is the Knicks and the other end uh, is the uh going to the Stanley Cup finals. Getting it on both yeah, ends. Yeah. It's tough. It's not easy being me.
8: One end is being 4 and 17, the other end is being Eastern Conference champion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, 6 and 1, half a yeah. thousand in the other. <laughs> Do you have any radio advice for me? Am I a chump who needs to be steamrolled?
8: You're
3: doing all right. I'm doing okay, thanks. Yeah, eh, I don't think I'll ever. You're do- funny. You're a
8: funny
3: guy. Oh, oh. <laughs> thanks, Tom. I'm gonna cry. I like you. I like you. Who's the biggest asshole in the entertainment
7: industry? <laughs>
3: what? Like, who's the biggest jerk you ever met in the in the industry?
8: Um,
3: this is a bad question. Uh, it's it's a cheap. No,
8: cheap, uh, that's a fair question. It's a, look, it's it's uh. Mm-hmm. You gave me a really hard time, I would think. Uh, yeah, um, I, can, I can tell you basketball I used to write for basketball magazines. That's what comes to mind. If I wrote for basketball magazines. Uh, and this guy, uh, like some players, were really uh, jerks. And uh, Kerry Kittles, you remember him?
0: Sure, yeah.
8: Yeah, he tried to the get Nets. me fired from the magazine. He tried to, oh. he tried to get me fired because the mag—they they, wrote—they reviewed like Flam magazine was the magazine I was writing for.
7: Oh yeah, they,
8: <laughs> they had like a rookie report and they were like, "Yeah, this guy's not going to be good." And he was mad about it. And then um, when the magazine he was then he was putting a uh, OK season together as a rookie, they're like, "Hey, will you interview him?" And basically, you tell him it's the kind of thing that, well, the point of view will be, we were wrong. You're, you're. So he was, I, I came and asked, asked him after a game in the locker room, which is already wildly uncomfortable, because people are changing, and they are, you're talking to people while they're putting, uh, while they're wrapped in a towel, uh, putting on deodorant. You're right. asking, you're trying to talk to them about work stuff. So and he was just like he's like I don't know you guys were really mean to me with that thing. And I said look I didn't write that thing first of all, but secondly the magazine was trying to say we were wrong, and and then uh, he complained to the uh, PR person for the net that I was uh, rude and out of line and uh, that he that I should be fired. How uh, you uh, get a man? You know, I was not food at all, at
3: all. To ask someone to be fired from their job—what a dick! Yeah, just, you know, to, you, i don't know, whatever. I have a lot of opinions on this. Just, you know, to 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 mess with somebody's livelihood is pretty messed up.
8: Yeah, uh, it is. Who would say that? Well, you know, it's always twenty-two. It's just like everybody when they're twenty-two, they're stupid. Oh yeah. You know
0: he doesn't know what's
8: going on. I I, I, I I disagree with it, but it's it's easy to forget that this is somebody in his early twenties, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a kid. 20... I, also, I didn't get fired, so it didn't. say <laughs> The magazine was like, "No, you're not. Yeah. We don't believe him. We know how you are with sort those of things." So it wasn't even a, it wasn't even up for uh, questions. So
3: I never liked him as a player anyway.
8: Yeah, it was terrible. It was, it was the magazine was right. He was like it was garbage. He was a uh, he was uh, too two week got shoved around, but he wasn't fast enough to to be uh, a a good guard.
3: What about that? It's calling people garbage. Like calling people garbage people, I think is worse than maybe saying like a a a ton of other things to someone. That's like the meanest thing ever. Now, I you know, I don't judge you for it, but it's like calling someone garbage is like
8: it's, it's
3: bad. Well, are you still doing it? Or are you off the
8: garbage people? I just did it. I just did it 15 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> so I think the answer is yes. <laughs> I just called Gary Kittle garbage.
3: <laughs> uh, who's your dream guest, Tom? Who's a dream guest? Who's the guest you would want on the show the most?
8: Oh, I don't know. I, 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 um,
0: I, I, I kind of... I don't know.
8: I, I, I don't think of the show as a very guest driven thing in the scheme of stuff. I I like doing the show and talking to people and telling stories and, and doing stuff with John and it's not it's like guests I, I can right. take it or leave it. Interviewing
3: well, is not your, your thing.
8: Well I mean I I'm fine doing it. I just feel like So many, so many podcasts now are just so, it's like the, yeah, it's like an arms race for guests. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, like I can do a show without playing, without having to get into that, that, uh, struggle. So I'll do a show without it. I don't my show can live on without guests. So I'll, I'll focus on that.
7: I
3: agree too. You know, most of the guests that, uh, we get kind of fall into my lap. I, you know, I don't go out of my way. I, I don't like bothering people, and then, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, someone will contact me, or or I'll just send, like, an email, like, when we, had, I'm not, I'm going to name drop, when we had Mike Watt on, I just sent, people, like, sent him an email, and I was like, hey, you want to be on the show? He's like, yes, and that was it. You know, that's the extent of the effort I'll put into it, but, you know, the show is fine without the guests.
8: that's sometimes all you have to put into it, people are, people are out there, and they're willing to talk. Yeah. So, you do that social that's one of the good things with social media. It makes stuff like that easier,
3: right. we could have Chuck Woolery on next week.
8: <laughs> Let's get him, yeah, yeah, yeah I get Chuck Woolery on
3: that'll, that was my one of my favorite tw- Twitter battles you just you just destroyed Chuck Woolery on Twitter. It was the best
8: <laughs> I'm not done with him though <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish the job yet <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's still out there Chuck Woolery but, I mean it, it was just like It's like kicking a wheelchair Tom's just killing him And uh, poor Chuck can't even spell or think Or anything He's,
8: he's, he's, an, arrogant, he's an arrogant guy Who was born with this this uh, face That all he had was a face That looks good on TV He's not even actually good looking If you look at uh, <laughs> him without uh three inches of makeup on. He, he's got a face that works out it's symmetric. He's got a symmetrical face. Right. So it gets him on T V and but he, he's never had a single idea in his like in his head the whole time other than him to being on uh uh Love Connection and doing that thing with his watch was like the only does the only like the sliver of personality that has ever shown. And now that no one will hire him for anything like that, he has—he's trying to refashion himself as this uh, conservative. Uh, this, 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 uh, he's trying to be like Reagan or something, and he—but uh, he's just an empty suit. <laughs> and he's on Twitter, and he's just saying ridiculous stuff. And, and I started goofing on him, and then he. Uh, he, he folded like a like a uh, like a lawn chair and blocked me, and uh, and I'm not I'm not done with him. I'm, I'm coming for. I'm going to. De- I will finish the job on the new show with that guy. Uh, who will you
3: Who will you be destroying first? The first The first day back, you're going to come out uh, aggressive and destroy people, or it's going to be a nice, relaxed, ah, we'll hey, happy time? Well. we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay.
8: I don't know. I don't know. That's the beauty
3: of a live show. There we'll see. <laughs> well, Stephen uh, Soley was on our show a couple weeks ago. He was in town, and uh, he said that he's going to be co-hosting the show. Is that true? Who, who was? Stephen Soley. <laughs> he
8: was on your show?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm friends with Soley. He's my buddy.
8: <laughs> okay. I didn't realize this is uh showing so many heavy hitters.
3: Oh, you don't know. <laughs> we had Albini well, on last week. Who else has
8: been on the show? You've uh, had
3: Albini uh, Right. And uh, uh, Question Mark from the Mysterians. <laughs> He's okay. an interesting That's character. School. Yeah. yeah. Um, Billy. Billy Bragg. That's R- exciting. Uh, Richie Ramone.
8: Okay. This uh, song is out.
3: Yes. <laughs> it is. certainly is. <laughs> uh, who else
8: has in, been on? In, in, what was it called again? In, in uh,
3: uh, it's, It was in, while we in, had him on. or something. Yes <laughs> It was a while ago We had him on Yeah yeah But I just I did see him pop up on Facebook And oh the new song's out Yeah uh, it, uh, Yeah it's something like that In, Inconceivable <laughs>
8: I don't know Okay wasn't he, he, those, are, those, are, those are good guests. Those are all interesting people. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, question mark really believes he's from outer space, which is great, you know, for our show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've had uh, who else? We, 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 we're name dropping. We had Sebado in here live. That was that was good.
8: Okay, it's, that's that's awesome. Uh, uh, I saw Sebado uh, when it was two. The two of them, I thought when it was uh, Lou and Eric.
3: Oh, really? Oh wow, that's way back, with, yeah. the,
8: with the tapes.
3: With the tapes, the, the Weed Forest, the, and tapes. the uh, Weed
8: Forest, End and uh, Freedman.
3: Freedman. Great tapes
8: Those are the days. Those are the, Those are tapes, the days, man. You're
3: You're a Sebado fan.
7: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, we'd like to find out what other bands you're a fan of. Do you want to play uh, a little crap? Not crap. I'll just name a uh, rattle off names of bands, and you just say whether they're crap or not crap. I'll not do crap. this. Really? That sounds great. You, yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yep. All right, New York Dolls.
8: This so am say crap or not crap. That's
3: it. You could, you know, usually okay. the the fun of this game is that you can't qualify your answer. But if you would like to expand, that's
8: fine. Okay. too. All right, I'll give the answer, and then if I have to say anything in addition to it, I'll say that I mean, New York Dolls not crap, but also not my all time favorite band.
3: Uh, Metallica. Crap. Foo Fighters. Crap. Deep Purple. Not crap. The Rolling Stones.
8: Not crap, but uh, I don't find myself going back and listening to those records anymore.
3: Do you collect records, Tom? Are you uh, Sure. You, yeah, work, you work at a radio station. You must have a nice collection going. Or well, you, yes, I do. You used to. Um, Ted Nugent. Crap. Grand Funk Railroad. Not crap. Fog Hat.
8: <laughs> if I had, I would say not crap, but they're the crappiest They're either the crappiest not crap band or the not crappiest crap band. All right. but they are. They are. They have a foot on both sides of that. Right. But I'll just, I'll say. I'll say not crap. All right.
3: <laughs> I like that answer. This is good. By the way, this list, I don't know who I made it for, but it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revive.
8: Not crap. That's why it's the. Uh, damn right. It's a uh, West Coast Melbourne Underground. Bob Dylan. Not crap.
3: Everly Brothers.
8: Not crap.
3: Bad Brains.
8: Not crap.
3: Steely Dan.
8: Crap. That's yeah, terrible. yeah, baby.
3: Horrible. I don't understand the Steely Dan thing. People like yeah, worship. It's re-
8: it's records made to be, uh, like to show off your stereo system. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: You do coke off your, you know, mistress's ass or something, and you listen to Steely Dan records on the hi-fi. I don't get it. I listen to every Steely Dan song driving around in a truck my whole it's life. Terrible. And it's terrible. I, it's all bad. Yeah,
8: look, I like rock music. I don't know what to say. That's not rock music. Keep
3: telling. <laughs> the chat box exploding with different opinions. Um Boz Skegs. Crap. <laughs>
8: the
3: replacements.
8: Uh, like I'm gonna say, like I'm gonna say, um like I'm gonna say Steely Dan's crap in the boss. Oh, no, that's not crap. Like he's a worse Steely
0: Dan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh the repla-
8: replacement's not crap.
3: All right. Tom Preddy Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers.
8: Not crap. Johnny. I don't need to hear oh, those records. Any. I, I do Has he ever made a great album? Like, Did, a, like top to bottom.
3: There's always you know, filler like, on those, right? But, in
8: there. There's yeah. always two colors. Damn, the torpedoes have two. Nine songs and two of them are terrible. But it, so it's just, I mean, but he's, he's solid, not crap. Uh,
3: how about Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers?
8: not crap, but also, again, a lot of the rock, sometimes the rock and roll stuff like that has never been the thing that has called to me. Uh, so, yeah, not crap, though.
3: Uh, Mott the Hoople.
8: Not Crap. It's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Kiss. Kiss are not crap, but they're crap. They're just like, they are, <laughs> like, those records, uh, those records sound like crap. Um, there one, though, it's amazing that uh, that this band made some of the worst sounding music at a time when other bands were making like truly sonically uh, impressive records. And this was supposed to be the, the the hottest band in the land, and these records sound so thin; they sound like demos.
3: Right. Well, forget about the sound. You're going to ignore like. Tears are fall tears are falling and heaven's on fire and
8: I'm focusing on the seventies.
3: There's like five good kiss songs. It's like Deuce, Strutter, okay.
8: what I'll else, Ryan? That. She was she... Have you never heard Hooligan?
3: No. Black Diamond, I'll go with that one.
8: Okay, yeah. Like Deuce, Black Diamond, Strutter. Uh
3: I, I like uh I love it loud too. Is is that okay, the title yeah, of that I song? I'll take that one too. Okay, I love
8: it. It's not there's funny crap in there, but if you strip it down, there's there's a a decent rock band in there that's made some fun junky seventies records.
3: Oh fair enough. Prince.
8: Not crap, but I'm not interested in it at all. The Beatles. <laughs> not crap.
3: Uh Velvet Underground, obviously. Yeah, not crap. Yeah, Lou Reed. Not crap. Sonic Youth.
8: Not crap.
3: Fleetwood Mac.
8: Not crap. Crocus. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac are, are the good version with Steely Dan is at least there's some heart and there's some heart exactly and some, and some anguish in there.
3: You kind of believe. You, you kind of believe Fleetwood Mac like they. You kind of yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, they mean it.
8: Lindsey Buckingham is a super underrated uh, guy. An amazing guitar player and a great producer and a great singer. Um he really he does not get his uh his proper uh respect for, for what he uh brought to the table. Crocus. Crocus, that's crap.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't like uh metal rendezvous? Uh television.
8: Not crap, but, yeah. but
3: kind of one album, one album, right? One album? That
8: one album. Mar- Adventure is not a very good album. I was talking about that the other night.
3: Uh, Gang of Four.
8: Gang of
3: Four, not crap.
8: Who's Gurdw? Who's Not crap.
3: The Clash, very polarizing. Not,
8: not crap.
3: What's your favorite Clash album?
8: Probably. London Calling's the first one I bought, and I think I probably would always have a soft spot for that.
3: Yeah, um, I agree. I think that's a great album. People really trash the Clash all the time. I, they uh, make a, they made a, they made a easy, easy couple bad records there, but London Calling is a... I don't care what you say. That's an incredible double record. i am let you. Blue Oyster Cult.
8: Not crap. Blue Oyster Cult are great. Those yeah. first two albums... Canadian mounties, baby, right? <laughs> yeah. Red and black.
3: King Crimson.
8: Uh, King Crimson's one of the best bands ever.
3: King not Mi- crap. King Missile.
8: King Missile. Okay, what are you looking at your iTunes now?
3: <laughs> I have a piece of paper with writing on it. I'm not, i I know
8: that's a fist the Ks in your iTunes? King Missile. Well, King Missile is that it's just like I'll say this: the band for King Missile was a really good band. Those guys with uh, Dave Rick and uh, Chris Zepos was actually that was actually a pretty awesome uh, rock and shimmy disc band. But uh, Jonas Hall, that's not my scene, so I gotta say crap.
3: Wait, is that the Dave Rick that I know, like from Facebook? I don't know. yeah
8: probably he right. was in bombwater and he was oh, yeah. in, uh all his band yeah, he was he played the King missile then he was in the Minkle white right I didn't know
3: Dave him. Rick was in King missile that guy's a nut, <laughs>
8: uh, great guitar players in fan Tollbooth. oh yeah,
3: phantom Tollbooth, sure that's the Dave oh. Rick that's the guy that
8: That's he, him.
3: his wife is named Colette, just like mine that's where we were bonding over there <laughs> yeah. how about King Diamond <laughs> that's
8: crap. That's children's music. <laughs>
3: D.D. D. King, these
8: D. D.D. King, oh my, that's crap. That's a, <laughs> it's sad. It's sad crap.
10: Kings of Leon. <laughs> oh, I didn't
3: think of that one. Good, good job. No, they got to be crappers, yeah, obviously. Um, Elvis is another king.
8: Elvis Presley, Not yeah. crap. It's one of. All right, just I've a few... been listening to a lot of Elvis lately. Have a lot you? of uh, the late '60s Boss. Because I'm in my six, I'm about to do my 2014 comeback. <laughs> right now, I'm stuck in Clambake territory. <laughs> making, I'm, making, I'm making double trouble in bake right now.
3: You better come back before uh, the year's up, or those posters are going to be worthless.
8: <laughs> or we could, or the guy who designed them could change one character on them, and it'll say 2015, <laughs> and they'll be completely new again.
3: Well, you're the boss.
8: It's not like we printed them. It's a <laughs> digital file. It changes one letter. All right. Changes it to four to a five.
3: Calm down. <laughs> Iron Maiden Crap. Chavez.
8: Chavez? Yeah. You know, look, I'll say not crap, but they were not they they never worked for me, uh for a thing. I, I, I get what they will, play I might be in the wrong on that one with my friends who like them. But it's like uh, I don't know. I, they, that's more of a they have more of a sound than songs, I guess. But I'll say I'll say not crap.
7: All right, uh,
3: chat box saying arches of Loaf. That's crap. Arches <laughs> oh, <of Loaf>. seveno <laughs> Not crap. All
8: right. My uh, favorite bands.
3: Um, Joe Walsh.
8: Joe Walsh. Uh, I'm gonna say Joe Walsh uh, is not crap.
0: James Gang
8: are amazing and, uh, some of his uh, solo hits—he's uh, got some good. So In the City is good, and uh, Life of Illusion, and then the two biggies, uh, Rocky Mountain Way, and uh, Yeah,
7: and, Funk uh, Forty Nine. The other one, Yeah, yeah.
8: Funk Forty Nine. Um, yeah. uh, uh, no,
7: Life, no, life's been good. Yeah, Pat, yeah, life's been good. Pat and I
8: saw. The albums saw... Terrible. Those albums are terrible. The thing none of the songs sound like the hits on those albums. They all sound like uh, uh, Sir Reed Eagles. Uh, Calypso music.
3: But uh, Pat and I went to see him last night. He was great. We went to Huntington, Long Island to see him. <laughs> no calypso. Uh,
1: he
8: calypso was so rock. Did he, he, did he rock? He, he rocked, rocked from start to finish.
3: And uh, you know his stage banter was hilarious. He's he's a funny guy. I like Joe Walsh. He's uh, how
8: you? Was he like? Hey, how's everybody? Yeah. everybody? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> exactly <laughs>
3: that's a pretty good Joe Walsh I think you should start calling into John worther show as a character <laughs> now,
0: did he do that yes yeah, so okay, well did he it?
3: this is Oh, 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 oh. The best part was uh, when they finish and they go off stage and like people like, you think there's going to be an encore? And then roadie comes out and tapes the talk box thing to the yeah. mic stand. Like,
8: yeah. <laughs>
3: What do you exactly. think? I think
8: it might be coming. <laughs> you didn't play Rocky Mountain Way yet. Yes. And um, I would have gone to that show.
3: It was pretty good. Was I great. liked it. Yeah. It was great. It wasn't and, pretty good. It was great. And uh, yes, they close with Rocky Mountain Way. Yeah. He's great He forgets the lyrics to Like half the songs But he makes up The whole audience Is screaming along It was the whitest thing I've ever attended It was
8: pretty white <laughs> Did he do any James Gang songs?
3: Uh, yes. They did Walk Away but, Okay But but the album version And uh, I don't know If you know about The live version That's on the YouTube That's the real version To listen to The
8: There's a version There's a YouTube clip Of Walk Away Which is one of The heaviest things Right Ever. Exactly. It's like that guy gets a lifetime pass for that one thing where he's wearing, like, the the, the T-shirt. Yeah.
3: It's psychedelic.
8: It like, What's that?
3: It's psychedelic, like the background or something, you know?
8: Exactly. What... It looks like it's German TV or something it's... with those things. And it's, it's one of the all-time greatest clips I've ever seen in my life of any band
3: ever. Yes, it's it's uh, it might be in a different key or something, but they just rock it like live rock yeah. it, and it's way way better than the, the uh, album version in my opinion. Like,
8: so good. See, we
3: get it. Yeah. Alright, one more uh, Paul F. Tompkins, crap or not crap? Not crap. <laughs> Is everything okay with you guys? I was told I asked somebody for advice about interviewing you, and they said, whatever you do, don't bring him up and uh, of course, that's the first thing I want to do. I don't care.
8: Whatever I think <laughs> you know, people go through stretches where they you know, when you run hot, you
3: run cold. That's how life goes. Sometimes. So. There you go. There's crap That's not. There's crap not crap with Tom
8: Schaar. So, well, he's one of the all-time playing people. Yeah,
3: unbelievable. Thank Hello. you so much, Tom. Uh, I don't know what to say. This has been great. I hope. Uh, I'm glad that you didn't hang up on me. <laughs> What's that? I'm glad that you didn't hang up on me. That was my biggest fear. I said he's going to lose. Li- oh, there he goes. Oh, he gave us the hevo.
10: <laughs> Adios!
3: brilliant there's tom sharpling uh the best show will be coming back you can uh listen to that at what do you say best and hopefully that'll be coming up in this month and uh, there's a lot Friday of nights at eight. a lot of other things going on secret things there's tom sharpling. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many notes. It's it looks like a maniac. <laughs> it does. It looks it like does. the Zodiac killer. Or you know, something. like if I had like some lined paper, maybe I could make some sense of it. But it just looks like I I I wrote just random words all over this piece of paper. Where did you get that paper? It looks like surplus. I don't know, but Ryan left this this cool Staples uh uh what clipboard do you call it? clipboard. Did I really? <laughs> I, think, I think it was you, I yours. Oh, I love this clipboard. I feel like a real interviewer with this clipboard.
1: <laughs> it's got an agenda.
3: Uh, there was a lot of other things I wanted to ask Tom, but there we go. It was an hour interview with Tom Sharpling. everybody. Yeah!
7: Yeah.
3: yeah! What a guy. I was totally, I can't believe I didn't bad company him.
1: <laughs> I thought you had a queued up and everything.
3: I did. I, I don't know what happened to him. Good dude. Thanks, Tom. Yeah.
1: I don't think you could outfox him.
3: I'm excited. That was fun. That was- oh, look, who's here? It's Tommy Rockstar with his ripped shirt and his chest out and his leather jacket. Look at him.
10: He's doing that 70s thing with the collar there. I like that. Guys. On the outside of the blazer. Tom's just in time for a break. Hey. Just in time for a break. time it where I
9: pop up on the next break, so uh, do your thing, guys. Here we go. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Thank you, Tommy Rockstar.
3: Tom's wearing a harmonica. Tom Sharpling. Amazing uh, interview, in my opinion. I don't know what you guys thought,
9: but uh, I like talking to Tom Sharpling. That was fun. Yeah. Actually sounded really good in the in the car right over here. He, uh that was a cool, cool interview. Did it? Yes. It uh you guys really gelled it. Sweet. Sweet. I don't know what else. I think I played all my songs. All
3: right. Um you want me to pull something? Take a no, second. Let's uh take a quick break and we'll be back after these words. Strap in. Here comes
10: another six hours of Live from the Barrage.
3: We're back live from the Barrage. We're happy to have everyone here now. We have Tommy Rockstar. We have Marta. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, no. I was going to say, Judge Jackson won't well, sue us. You're out have- smoking here. I have to turn the mics on now. <laughs> we have Marta. Hello, Marta.
6: Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm
3: doing good. It's nice to see you. Martha from Pussy It's nice rides. to
6: see. It is nice to see how the magic happens
3: here. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, I haven't seen him in like two and a half weeks. In oh, I've missed you. my best friend and life partner, Aww. Mario.
4: There's a knock on the door. It's 10 o'clock. I said I'd get here early, but I did not.
3: All right. There he is. There's Mario. <laughs> okay. And, uh, of course, we're still here with Patrick Walsh and Ryan.
4: Thank God for you, Patrick. You'd be here all alone if it was Oh, like a- you.
3: Should Did you hear the first five minutes, ten minutes of the show? No, I was busy pampering children. It was like uh, fucking total crickets. It was the worst. (laughs) No one reacted to my jokes. I I was off pace. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do a radio show.
9: Sounds like you pulled it together though, John.
3: Well, Well, thank you. Pat came in and saved me. And he came in. He didn't even stop for beer. He was he, he he he. he was listening and said, i got to get over there. That's how much of a priority you are. <laughs>
1: wait, wait, you were here all alone for the beginning? That's how badly I was. Yes, I was solo? by myself.
3: Ryan, you weren't here wow. either? No. no
7: one was here. I had I to work. I had to work until 7.30. I was 7:30. staring at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I like how
3: Mario comes in and does the wrap-up
1: show while we're on the air. Yeah.
7: <laughs>
3: so, Amazing. You guys like uh, stuff? This is the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs>
10: So I, I went on a cruise and, I, Exactly. Well, my kids. Did you talk about that? How was that cruise? Did you uh, talk about the life saving right. experience? Yes, yes. Oh, my yes, God.
3: Yes. It's a first, it's a, that was my A material.
9: Oh, in it. Right.
4: Is
3: that
9: another Chooch and Marone story? Sans Chooch? No, no, no. I can't tell you the story. Oh, yeah. I already told it at the beginning right, of the that's show. Fun. That's fine.
4: Yeah. It, it wasn't uh, Marone. Marone was just a spectator in this.
3: I'm like, hey, everybody, it's live from the parade. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Yeah, you didn't even have the
3: actual cricket that we used to have in here.
1: <laughs>
7: the call-in number
3: him. is two. Thank you. So we're, here we are, and uh, also I should mention that uh, we were in talks with a really... We almost had, like, the biggest guest ever in the studio tonight, yep. and we kind of missed out on it, but uh, I think they're playing some Vice thing tonight. That's what ended Makes up happening. Sense. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. The guest isn't here, so <laughs> we, like, even mention? Yeah, who Ooh, was it, John? Who was it? It was a uh, Pussy Riot. Wow, unbelievable. Um, we were in talks. We were in talks, but uh, it fell through. They didn't want to come to Queens, maybe.
10: So now all you got is Pussy Riot.
3: Queens is like being <laughs> in a, a, Russian, a Russian prison. That's Marta, a- where are you from?
6: I'm from Poland.
3: You're from Poland. You don't speak Russian, though, do you? No. Yeah. Well, but I do speak the hell are you doing
7: here? <laughs> <laughs> I can
6: Reck- do a really good Russian accent. You speak Polish <laughs> a yeah, She sounds good. <laughs> Na you,
3: you speak Polish and English. That's right. That's it. Yes. All right. A very beautiful Marta joining us. Thank you. <laughs>
6: that's John, trying here.
7: to save the bit. That's it, huh?
9: <laughs> just polish.
3: That's
7: it. Polish the You never know. I'm
0: always interested. If we would have had
9: in... pussy right in and we probably would have had a, a translator in here, I guess, for them. They, right? uh, no, you
3: know, I've seen interviews. They, they 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 do interviews in English. One of the, the one of
1: them who's, who's married. Her husband is Canadian, actually. That's it. Was that's it, it
3: Jarvis Cocker? No, it wasn't Jarvis Cocker. Johnny C, but close. Man, he'd be some Yeah. <laughs> <get.
4: laughs> I brought my Soviet United States dictionary here. That's all for naught. (laughs) He did. He really did. You brought brought your Soviet to English
9: dictionary, Mary? Yes. What do you have written down, Mary? What do you have written down so far?
4: (laughs) I got a bunch of things. First of all, I was delayed getting here because there was a bunch of people laying down on Utopia Parkway.
3: Really? Yeah. For, what for some, protest?
4: Some sort of protest. I mean, they're ruining my life with this social unrest. What the fuck? Right, they call that a dying. Uh, you're just this is <laughs> this is some kind of a local shtick, right? And I brought all my Soviet stuff for the Pussy Riot girls, and they're not here. And but I got you guys. And that's not bad. I had sex on stage in Amsterdam, my friend. What? <laughs> I did. Yeah, it is a sailor. I like that
1: John left in my incredulous what at the end.
7: <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: what? <laughs>
9: Yeah, did, did we ever get the backstory on that, on then your sex in Amsterdam?
3: Yes. Too many,
4: many times. times. Many a time, Many a
9: time. Here's Mario
3: speaking
4: German. Gestheit, Height! Guess height! And everybody's cheering for Ronald. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. Scary in German. Anyway, anyone who right, talks German scares me. Just so I curious. see right through you, Steve Albini. Curse you! <laughs> <laughs> I liked his new interview there. His the, the lighter side of Steve Albini. What's up with that? What do you mean?
3: When he, he was on the air with us?
4: No, no, he gave. What was that, Tom? You, you know, he gave. He gave us <laughs> that Albini. that interview that came out on. We well, interviewed uh,
9: Tom th- Sharpling today. Yeah, that was me. I'm Tom Sharpling.
4: No, what but are you Steve, talking about? Steve Albini came out with a piece on how the music business might oh, actually yeah. be uh, uh, actually be better off now because of the internet. Correct. Correct? Correct. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. It was the kinder, gentler, and less cynical Steve he not, Albini. He, he not crap the internet. I uh, I bested him, but I, I respected him for that. <laughs> he bested him. He didn't call John a, a purple dwarf. And he tried.
9: Assless chaps. Yeah. He he tried to bluff Mario. It didn't go so well. I would have loved to see like a rap battle between Steve Albini and Mario. That would have been great. Yeah. I don't think Steve. You can
4: rap battle. Did you give us a review of your trip to see uh, Champagne Jerry? It oh like wow! It. Yeah
3: yeah yeah. No, that's. The game. We'll right.
4: <laughs> this is better than news. John, you must be sorry Anything's you missed better it. better than you... news. <laughs> John <laughs> loves Champagne Jerry. John with the game.
9: I do. I am sorry I missed the Champagne Jerry played with that rock I wish I could have been there.
3: But Give I us
4: was... a little two minutes. Give no, me a minute. A, what happened? Haradu
9: and I had a plan to go see uh, those two and barrage them, and uh, I was at Joe's Pub last Monday. Vladimir Churchchton. <laughs> yes. And, Thank uh, you, uh, the Canadian on the chat box. <laughs> They uh, we uh we showed up and uh, Ad Rock kind of uh, showed up right by right after us and he walked by us and he stopped and turned around and he goes hey you were the guys from the movie you guys gave me that dope t shirt and we're like that's right because we had made a special custom from champagne. the movie yeah because we went to go see him uh, intro up in smoke oh, yes. the, oh okay I got it right he remembered us it's pretty cool nice. and uh, he hey st- you guys <laughs> are my stalkers I know yeah, that's you <laughs> <a, that's> Ad Rock's <laughs> brain works it's amazing and uh, he went in and. Uh, it's Cham- like a regular guy who remembers stuff. It's fucked up. <laughs> and we went to go see him play uh, Champagne Jerry, and about the fifth or sixth song in, he introduced Ad Rock. Yeah,
3: stop sending text while plugged into the desk. There. Oh, I can
9: turn him down. Dovey. go ahead.
3: Like, I, w- I was hearing that too. I was freaking out. No, I'm good. You're good. I forgot go that my text go to my laptop.
9: You, now you could leave it plugged in. Go ahead. And we, uh, and we uh, and he got up on stage with uh, with Champagne Jerry, and Champagne Jerry pulled off this bit where he was wearing like. 15 different t-shirts Every right, song He right. would take another shirt off. But when it came to Yo Kev He took off his last shirt And he's wearing The Yo Kev shirt I gave Ad-Rock That he gave to Champagne Jerry So that was pretty cool And they just fucking Wrapped it up all night And then uh, Afterwards We were
7: kinda- Will
3: you please wear this uh, Ill- Shirt I've illegally made yeah. And uh, violated
9: all sorts <laughs> of Copyrights with But yeah, yeah sure they were totally cool with it. And then afterwards, we talked to Champagne Jerry for a little bit, try to get a merch deal out of him. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, you fucking guys are
3: representatives of my show, and you're
9: trying to get a merch deal. Yeah. And uh,
3: You're representing live from the barrage. Stop Leave- ass and guests. Leave Champagne
9: Jerry right. alone. He was, he was actually super cool. Very friendly guy. My God, we, man. He actually told me to tell you hello. He had a really fun time. <sighs> and uh, we also talked to- uh, So that means he brought you up, Joan. Yeah, we so we just had him from the show, and oh, uh, great, he remembered. Don't mention my name. I,
4: no IDs out of the whole thing. Nothing. Uh... No, we didn't want
9: to push too hard, but uh, we did talk to Don't Mr. mention my name, Baba Bowie. <laughs> Mister Horowitz. We talked to Mister Horowitz a little bit about uh, maybe calling in one day. So we'll we'll see. We'll That'd see.
3: be nice. Yeah, it'll be all, all be forgiven. <laughs> Stop invoking the name of the show while you guys go around <laughs> town harassing everyone that
9: we had on the show. Super stalker. <laughs> we have a new mission <laughs> coming up in January. We're going to go stalk <laughs> a super uh, idol that we're all big fans of. Uh, that uh, Martha helped put together. You're going to go harass
10: the super With, from uh, one day at a time? What's his name? Schneider? Schneider? Buffalo <laughs> Butt?
3: Oh, that's good times. No, that's sir. Pat. <laughs>
10: <laughs> Buffalo
3: Butt. <laughs> well, who's the better super, Buffalo Butt or Schneider? Oh, Schneider. Right? I'm Absolutely. going Buffalo Butt. Who's
10: yeah.
9: Buffalo Butt? Oh, you're out. You're out.
3: you never watch Good Times?
4: Ain't oh, we lucky? That guy he got was the super him. in the
9: building. Or you know. I got his name. Yeah. Ryan, take one point off the game.
4: <laughs> you're out so you're eliminated. who are you stalking who is this person that you and Martha work well with? he's a
9: drummer and he plays he used to play in a band uh, Ringo Starr Nope. oh damn it close <laughs> he was one of the one two three maybe four drummers of a band called the Ramones and he's doing a little spoken uh, word I see I see where this so is going we're going to a little undercover fucking action is it uh, Cur- Adam on the chat box wants to know if it's Dave Grohl <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up in January, so we're going to save that. But there's a little bit of hint for the future.
5: There we go. The future. Let's get on with the game. And now, from a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play The Ryan Game, where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan Collison.
10: Thank you. Thank you. Let's move on with the game. Let's move on with the game. All
3: right. It's the Ryan game, everybody. Ryan, every week he comes up with a game. We don't know what it's going to be. Let's hear it. Do you have a game for us, Ryan?
10: What's the game, Ryan? The name of the game tonight is Roosters Don't Lay Eggs.
4: (laughs) Correct. I know this game. Roosters Don't Lay Eggs. Please explain the the game to us. Uh, You have to... uh, There are... Questions asked, then yes. we have to answer them. That's right. <laughs> you are correct, In sir. the quickest possible manner. Can we just- So no buzzers. Uh,
10: I'm gonna ask a series of uh, riddles and riddles. Uh, yeah. Oh, my rumple Yeah, you you know, you cross the bridge if All you right. uh get Mr. the rewrite. Mr. McSexaplex. <laughs> and we'll see how your brains operate. We'll see uh, if you go work six at sixaplex. <laughs> That's if scamp. Whoever wins the game tonight gets to go work at Google, so Goo-goo. Congratulations. Uh. So, here's the first one. What five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Just shit. <laughs> <The hell> was- <laughs> Where'd that come from?
4: 5 Wait, What's
6: oh, shorter?
3: I thought you were trying to play sound effects. I turned yeah. you up.
4: What five-letter <laughs> word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Is
6: it the word short? That's right. <gasps> wow! Yeah. There's nice. Marta. She's the Vodka. best around. I just thought I'd pipe in round, there.
3: Nice the job. Yeah, she's on the, the board. It was
6: all in the question. You're That's in the right. lead. That's right.
3: There's Marta. Ridu. Marta, how do I describe you to the audience? Um, not, you know, mm. physically. What do you do? What is your, what is your deal?
6: I. Are am... you guys still
3: together? Are you Tommy Rockstar's girlfriend, or are you in flux?
6: For the moment, yes. <laughs> and uh, what <laughs> do you we'll do, go do back for and a living? I'm a fashion designer.
3: fashion designer and you yeah. you successful at this? Oh, you like I, this job? I would
6: say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
3: Just want to little, give the audience you know, a little I, insight I'm a, into I'm
6: a Polish girl that grew up in England and came here like 12 years ago and uh, now I'm a fashion designer in New York. So I would say wow. I'm Amazing. doing all right. Yeah.
9: Mm. Celebrity fashion designer technically, but who's, under- who's the biggest celebrity
3: you've uh, designed fashion for? I mean for.
6: right now I'm, I design for <laughs> Alyssa Milano.
3: Ah. Dude, she's still hot. And she's cleaning
6: she up. She is a, she's, a woman.
4: She
1: is. She's making a serious she, amount of scratch. She cleans this. up very well.
4: Is that t- Tony dance's daughter? Yes. Yeah.
7: Well, like as a kid, like you're, you're, you're a little to too
3: old. To oh, you pervert. She
4: was like 14.
7: <laughs> but now was, she's got
3: to have two children, right, babe? The, the, yeah, the difference children. is, Mario, when I was watching that show and and pining after Alyssa Milano, she was probably a couple years older than me. That's not pervy. But, you know, you were way older than her. Total perp. Called you out.
4: I like the one on uh, <laughs> Trudy. Trudy's girlfriend. What's her name? Natalie? What? <laughs> Natalie? The big what? girl from Facts of Land? <laughs> No, the one who's- Mindy the, Cone. The, the, the In Peekskill? The, 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 oh, the, the biker girl. Oh, Joe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Joe, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, tough, tough I was one. a
3: total- I, I would I would push Blair off oh, the balcony man. to get to Joe Polnicek. I like Tomboys. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I like boys. Dude, she can fix your motorcycle, fix the sink. Kick and your do ass. Shit, Remember that time out. she
1: uh, was, was selling pizzas? <laughs> yeah.
6: I don't know, but that sounds like Tommy Rockstar's dream girl. Who's she can boss. fix your bike and she sells you pizzas.
3: Uh, yes, Dovey. We, we all know. The, I'm we all am the, Samantha.
6: Samantha. Mona.
3: Jonathan, he I wish I still box. had my... I, I, is
7: Conan
4: on the chat box? Shut up.
3: I, I wish I had uh, my Tony Danza interview still. I don't know what happened to it. it did not find oh, it. That was
9: good. Yeah, what happened with that? You I ambushed him the on the street. That's Old it. computer, I think.
3: <laughs> and then the the, the the best is the last thing he said to me was, see you around the neighborhood.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can't. I get in a lot of trouble when I talk. See, you know, when my you do these things, me. the things you know. meanwhile, I'm
9: holding the phone down here and I'm recording yeah, the whole yeah, fucking thing. I apologize to the Danza Hey, don't sue us. That's how I interviewed Matt Sorum. The same way I had the phone up to my ear, like pretending I was talking to someone, but the camera was actually at him. Looking. Oh, you're such
5: a dick. <laughs> yep.
4: <laughs>
10: Let's move on with the game. All right, Ryan, game. Oh it. yeah, there's
4: another question coming. All right,
10: follow me on this one. Ready? Johnny's mother had three children. The first child was named April. The second child was named May. What was the third child named? June. Wrong. Richard. Wrong. Johnny. That's right, Tommy. Uh, How'd you get that? What? Wild guess. Johnny's mother had three children. Oh,
3: very good. Gotta be sharp. Johnny and and the mothers are playing Stomping in the Savoy in Vermont tonight?
10: Uh, John, uh... uh, I know this grapevine. John Cafferty and the Brown (laughs) Beaver Band. That's not what I said. Crap or
4: not crap.
3: Johnny's gonna kill...
4: Could it be... (laughs)
3: Vermin's brother at the (laughs) Savoy Theater?
4: That Tommy and Martha apart... Are not so great, but together they've made a super team. That's here. what I try
9: to tell her. Scott
4: on the chat box, getting Johnny also.
3: Marta.
7: <laughs>
10: <laughs> Was there a question already? Yeah, I'm the best around. Come on. Oh, yeah, Tommy. Uh, Tommy's on the board. Oh, I thought we had another question. You're the best oh, around. Yeah. Tommy and Marta are running good. away with the game here early. All right, here's another one.
3: I hate riddles. Mm.
10: A clerk at a butcher shop stands at five. Feet ten inches tall, and wears a size thirteen sneaker. What does he weigh? Meat. Yeah, Tommy. Uh, Tommy. Oh my good. God! Trick question, riddles.
3: Wonder Twins. I'm not sure why someone would write that in the box, but maybe we're on a delay. Those are my
1: girlfriends. Oh no, that's 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 the union they
10: formed for the Wonder Twins. <laughs> my daughter actually farted the uh, three blind mice the other day. <laughs> <laughs> When I bend over, scream into my ass What do I f-
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan, sorry
10: Fuck the audience <laughs> Your favorite
1: Fucking them now
10: Everybody sing
7: Come know on, sing about the Ryan game.
10: I'm not gonna sing for you, you're no <sighs> Joe Walsh You sang for Joe Walsh I've had
1: my sing In the crowd, when he asked me to the <laughs> Ryan
10: game Nice <sighs> Alright, Ryan. If you were running in a race and you passed the person in second place what, what place would you be in now? First. Wrong! First third. Yes. Wrong. What? That what? I just really? screamed really? out a number. We're not smart enough. If sure. you were running in a race and you pass the person in second place You're second. That's right, Pat. Hey, that's on the board. Board. There you
3: go, Pat. Okay. Uh, also on the chat box, we have uh, Adam, Dovey, and Adam
4: Adam again. Adam won twice. <laughs> he's, very, he's, very he's got two points. Sounds like a Beastie Boy
9: song.
3: <laughs> Adam won twice.
4: Is Conan on the, tra- on the box? I don't see him. It's man. his birthday. It is Conan's birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Conan. Conan. Shout out. Happy Special birthday, happy Conan.
3: birthday,
10: Conan. Hi. Hope you're happy. having fun wherever you are. Not hi. listening to this hey, show. Hey, Conan, why
3: don't you say hi
1: to everybody? Hi. Thank you. Hi. Okay, that's enough, Conan.
2: Hi. Hi. Okay. Hi. All right. Happy I'm birthday. I'm Conan Neutron. And when I'm not busy making a complete jackass out of myself in a public forum, I'm listening to you Live from the Barrage.
3: There he is. There's Conan. It's John Houlihan. Oh, thank you, Conan. Oh. Conan, happy birthday. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, Sharpling's doing the rounds. I wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up on a couple other podcasts, maybe. We'll see. Go look for that.
10: How many times? <laughs> <laughs> how many times?
3: Nice hey, job, John. Man.
10: How many times can you uh, subtract the number two from the number fifty? Once. Right. Explain it, man. Oh, Damn it! Mario. I
4: get it. Oh, it's forty-eight. Right. I'm catching on. Scott's saying as many times you as you want. You guys are a lot
6: smarter than you look.
3: Uh, I got funny. nothing on this riddle <laughs> shit. I hate this crap. I have to think about it. John I get it rolls. eventually, but I can't. I can't
10: answer quick. Right. Quickly. Be quick here. Be quick. Ready? In British Columbia, you cannot take a picture of a man with a wooden leg. Why not?
3: Because it wouldn't be B.C.?
10: A wooden leg is not a camera. That's right, Mario. See? Wooden legs don't take pictures. I'm a very analytical,
3: literal person. I don't get this uh, roundabout shit. Step out of that. Step out of that. I need like a hit of acid to get these questions (laughs) right.
4: I'm on the board. Now. Are you guys keeping score? I'm the defending champion, if you might remember from Mario, Jeopardy, you're not three weeks ago. You're on the board
9: yeah. both the last one. This is your second. One. Let's go hey, over Tom, here. We got
10: Tommy think, has one. Marta oh, has Tommy's one. He's got more than one. He's got uh, Tommy has two. two. He's got two. One, two.
9: Marta
3: has one. Mario two. Two. And Pat, Pat has
10: one. one. You guys you And one. I have
3: zero. Zero. Zero, point point zero. zero.
10: What word in the English, English language is always spelled incorrectly?
4: Incorrectly. 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 All right, Damn Pat, it. good. Uh, <laughs> that was Pat or Martin. That was Pat. <laughs> ah, you stole it from her.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> you stole it from me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. It. going to ever keep me down.
10: Here's a tough one. Second what can travel around the world while never leaving the corner?
3: The North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Pegleg at Shout the down. Diver's Cove. A no, mailbox.
10: Oh, you're close. You are close. <laughs> A lamppost. <laughs> the not, sun. It's not what's next to the mailbox. A letter. <laughs> Be more specific. A stamp. Right. Oh. Wait, what was the question again? I don't again? even know
4: why. I'm just saying words. No, right.
3: I'm so dumb. Uh, Doby getting that one. Congratulations, Doby.
10: Why is stamp. that, Ryan? Because it's in the corner of the letter. Uh, I hate this. I hate
6: it. Uh, That's the, what do I got uh, for? too uh, obvious, almost.
3: Mario can... Uh, Scott, for the record, Mario has no computer. He cannot see the chat box. But he does have his Russian dictionary. I have
4: my new phone. <laughs> he has does, does no not operate
3: in the... In the uh, in the technical world.
4: my new phone. no. Did
9: you just lose your phone? <laughs> He's got like
3: a, I got a mole. New phone.
4: Look, it's got keys boarding. It's got numbers that what? you can touch.
9: He's got like a moleskin you journal. You didn't get a smartphone, you got like a dumb no, no. phone? and
4: I could actually text That's you. That's a that half phone. Yeah, yeah it's that. like half. <laughs> I cannot stand. Mario got a touch jitterbug. <laughs> It tells you the time and the date. I always <laughs> play the <laughs> Oceans.
3: The time and the date. Wow. The future is now.
0: <laughs> I'll never be late again.
9: Ah, you guys you guys remember when like, so, you'd, <laughs> you'd buy those old Nokia phones and they, one of like the advertising marketing points on the box would be like, holds up to 250 contacts. <laughs>
1: Sweet. Dude, everybody has one of those Nokia phones in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. You can't kill them. They're I unkillable. Know.
9: I don't know what
3: happened to my thing I was looking for. So he just went with that drop instead? Yeah, I like that one. (laughs)
4: Because I'm winning again. Who can
3: stop me? I can't find the memory stick. Hit me with my memory stick. Hit me fast and hit me quick. What happened to that soundtrack? What
10: happened to the hip-hop song we uh, produced for him?
3: You mean this? Don't tell me my job.
4: I never I was sounded just so what good. To
3: it. I will John, come correct. John really hates
1: riddles. My
4: friends are skilled. My <laughs> friends are scallions. Well that's okay, cause I'm Italian. My hair is greasy. Green. Clothes are sleepy. Don't like it hard. I like it easy. easy. And when I rock, I let everyone know they're rocking with a the man that called Mario. Mario. Listen up, cause I'm gonna spell what? the name you know and love so well. Ever's for the music that I play. A is for the sound Never and sounds own okay. R <laughs> oh. is for rock, like
3: rocking a house.
4: house. I is for in like your blouse. Oh. I said, Oh. Oh. I said, Oh. Oh. I said, Oh. Oh. That's my oh. name from the other Go. end. Go. Remember that name, it's Mario. Because he will be rocking on the stereo.
0: Amazing! <laughs> I love that.
4: I mean, I, I just use that as my demo. I'm, not, I'm ready to get a contract. Mario,
9: make it your ringtone on that halfway phone.
3: <laughs> now, in this, uh, you know, in this, in this age of, uh, uh, like, Ryan could edit you to make it like you're in time. You could be quanti- quantized in there, with the computers, and you'll be fine. Even you have no sense of time whatsoever. It's horrible. Ryan had Ryan worked on that for three weeks <laughs> to try to get your hours. voice to line up with the beat. <laughs>
10: Your lines were so muddled, it took me forever to get between the words.
4: Listen, just Cut call it. me into the studio. They're no, just yeah. too stupid. Uh, do a remix. Right. Come up and take an hour to get there. Right. Todd like is to God, you. McNeil's for real, yeah. the sack exchange is cunning. We put our bets on the New York Jets. And we won a lot of money. <laughs> lot of there we money. go. All right, Ryan, <laughs> <a> break. <limb> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It right. is. Is that one of the questions in the game? <laughs> Let's go back to the game. Yes. All right, it, John doesn't like this game. <laughs> I got a call from the principal's office today. <laughs> Wait, what
9: happened?
4: She's like, come down. Uh, the secretary calls. Can you have a class now? And like, no. Come down to the principal's office. I'm like, am I in trouble? She said, no. So then I ignored the call. And ten minutes later, I get another call. Now you're in trouble. Get down here. <laughs> I get down there. I didn't
7: realize P- Euler?
4: 50, Euler? 50,
3: as a as a 55-year-old man, you get called to the principal's office still. That must suck the working PTA, in a school. The
4: lady from the PTA was there, and all the secretaries and the, and the APs were there. They got me a sheet cake. Oh, oh. it's So congratulations, Mario! They made a big sign, Art Educator of Region Eight of the year. I'm like, imagine holy you got imagine region you got fired eight.
10: a week after you won that award. <laughs> what the that fuck is true. a sheet cake?
4: A big freaking cake.
10: <laughs> Wait, like
9: did you get it Costco or something? Did you say un, sheet cake. Did you say uneducator or art educator? No. Art <laughs>
4: educator of Region Eight, oh. New York City. Congratulations,
3: you are our educator of Quadrant 8 Let's move on with the game
4: I went up to Albany, I made a fool of myself I made a little speech and uh, came back home Yes, you
3: called me on your way up to Albany
4: I called everybody (laughs) Did you thank us in your speech?
10: No
3: (laughs) I
4: did
3: not Here's Mario thanking us in his speech Kudos
4: to you, gentlemen of the barrage (laughs)
3: All right, Ryan. Come on. Let's go. I'm losing this game. It's terrible.
10: All right, this one, this is going to be you. Ready? A cowboy rode into town on Friday, stayed 3 days and left on Friday. How is this possible? It's his horse. That's right. Oh. oh. What?
3: His horse is Friday, Friday. Is his horse? God he's damn it. it! What do you re- have a book of riddles over there? What the fuck? <laughs> that's <laughs> I why I got called junior high. I know all these. <laughs> he riddles. knows them all already. Cause that's, why,
1: he, that's why I got called down to the John, principal's at office. at least
6: you're good looking. That's all I can say. <laughs> wow!
1: Oh, hey man. now, thank you. Get a barrage Everything together. To fill the
6: chalice now.
1: John just gave Marta five
3: points. <laughs> I'm a little. Uh, give Marta
1: five so points, points? Thank, you. thank you.
10: A man is moving towards a field, but he knows when he gets there, he's going to die.
3: Anyone who gets signed by the Mets.
10: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. Uh, He knows that when he gets there, he's going to die. Why does he keep going? Moving towards a field. Hmm. Repeat the question. Um, A man is moving towards a field. He knows when he gets there. Because
1: it's a fourth field.
10: He knows when he gets there, he's going to
6: die. (laughs) That was going to be my answer, but it doesn't really make sense. But he keeps going. Because he's already dead. Why does he keep going?
4: Because he's being carried
1: On his casket Because he's in a casket Because he's deceased
9: (laughs) (laughs) As is the custom (laughs) He's on his horse
10: Moving towards a field Field. He knows when he gets there He's going to die Why does he keep going? Because it's a killing field Are
6: we all going to die eventually? What? (laughs) (laughs) Let's
10: hope
3: not Bite your tongue How dare you Because he's a farmer
10: that's not a good enough reason.
3: <laughs> because he's got How a man. He's Bruce Springsteen, box. and you just gotta keep going. Yeah, sometimes. chat box. Let's go to the What's chat box. Field. What's the chat box say?
1: Like? Oh, chat box says the die. de-education of Mario Osaro. <laughs> That's very close.
3: <laughs> chat, uh, Adam saying he's playing <laughs> The Field is a graveyard. Someone is pointing a gun at him. He's going to commit suicide. The DHK. <laughs>
7: <And> the possibilities are <laughs> endless here. Jim,
3: Jim Edwards saying because the light was on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
7: that would have been
1: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should I
10: give you the answer? Yes. Wait. Jeez.
9: I have the answer. <laughs> What's the answer?
3: Uh, no, I don't.
4: He's going to die. He's dead he's going already. To die. He's going to die.
3: Well, we already established that. That's not right.
4: Uh, Let me he's know going ready. to a dead concert. Ready? Yeah. No.
3: Oh, yeah, come so, on, John. It's, Go ahead.
10: it's because he's skydiving and his parachute won't open.
3: Uh, fuck him. That goes to light. <laughs> That's what you get for ah. jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. You retard. Yeah. <laughs> this, this week's Ryan game brought to you by Bazooka Joe. Oh. I apologize oh. for the use of the word retard. I'm really trying. I'm trying not to say it. <laughs> All right.
10: This is a hard one. Uh, This is a hard one. Okay, because cigars cannot be smoked entirely. A hobo who collects cigar butts can make a cigar out of out of every five butts that he finds. Today he collected twenty five cigar butts. How many cigars is he able to make? Five. Six Six is right. That's right. Whoa! How about that? Because out of Out of the one you make, you can make a, you can make one more out of those five butts. Because the light was on.
7: <laughs> hey, I like John it when you say
4: butts. You like that? Did you know why John yes. just yelled the number? You be quiet, you.
3: I know what I'm doing over here. It's, he doesn't need
4: to explain himself. It's a numbers to
3: you. game. It's a numbers game at this point.
9: <laughs>
10: John's I'm on the board. So stupid. Two planes take off at the exact same moment. They are flying across the Atlantic. One leaves from New York, flying towards Paris at 500 miles an hour. The other leaves Paris, flying to New York at 450 miles an hour because of the strong uh, jet uh,
3: headwinds or whatever. uh, Jet jet streams
10: uh, that they're facing. Which one will be closer to Paris when they meet? That's a fucking
4: trick question! (laughs) (laughs) The one going to Paris Where'd you, where you get that, huh? Mario <laughs> Not the one going to Paris? One's going to New York, one's going to Paris Both of them Right
5: Yeah John. There's They're only three
3: answers
10: here
4: They're
10: equidistant from around Alright,
3: Ryan, I'll ask you a question If uh, both of them crashed into one, each other Head on It would be the equivalent of uh, crashing into a wall At what speed?
10: 500 miles an hour.
3: Cor- incorrect. That's 950. Oh. It would be the uh, the uh, sum of both speeds. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That's fifth grade math time.
4: I always play with sticks.
10: How can a woman live... This is the last one, by the way. How can a woman living in New Jersey legally marry three men without ever... Getting a divorce, being widowed, or becoming legally separated.
1: She lives in
6: Utah. She's a judge that marries
10: people.
0: Nice! Oh, are right. oh, oh <laughs> nice!
6: Finally, I redeemed myself. A Did you, so you just think. win the whole
9: game? Stop, I, don't think so. So. I, think, I hate I think to say good. it, but. She got three, yeah. She had three, but I think Mario might be I able think to win. I live. have four. You think you have Mario. four? You're not keeping track?
4: Who's keeping track? You, have- you are. Mario has a notepad and a pen. I don't. My pen stopped working. My <laughs> stylus
6: <laughs> My stylus is. He would have won, but his pen stopped working. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, it's back.
9: Tiebreaker? Tiebreaker. Oh. Mario and Mario. the questions. Do no, you have
6: another you one, one Ryan, right or no? What were the th- questions? Do we have to thumb wrestle? What were the questions?
4: <laughs> what was the first question? The first? Oh, I just turned my phone off. What there. are you talking about? Well, we can he easily recap. see who got the answers right.
3: Oh, we're not going through that. That's yeah, it. Thank yeah. you, Marta yeah. and Mario. Yeah. You have both won you're the
1: game. Oh, yeah.
4: high, high five. High Let's drink whiskey. Give me my chalice. <laughs> Sir, are you interested in game shows or not?
3: Thank you very much, Ryan. Great game. Thank you, everyone. I sucked at that game. I got one right, and I it was a I just threw shit at a wall.
10: And
3: it stuck. Yeah. It stuck, all right. Listen, I all I did was I'm a good test taker, so I realized that all these questions of bullshit and what you think it is it can't be so pick the next one. Oh, Six. by
10: the way uh my kids made the honor roll this week too oh yeah uh, you we were talking about your kids last time yeah so fuck I'm- them <laughs> my, mine are yours
3: <laughs> mine
10: are yours before i punch you sorry i was trying to be outrageous
3: <laughs> <Shock> <laughs>
0: all
3: right here we know there's no shock jocking. thank you um what do you want to do? News? Yeah, see the n he we lose in the news. All right, let's do a little news and get the hell out of here. Yeah, sounds good. It's All time right.
4: to go. I just got here. <laughs>
3: you yes. were supposed to be here
4: early when I was standing here by myself. Sorry, John.
3: You let me down, Mario. There was
1: an accident in the LA. It was horrifying.
3: Really? I couldn't
1: get to that. Yeah. Her. No, well the it accident was wasn't was horrifying. Wasn't even you alone in the air was.
3: Oh yeah, that was that was that was worse than any
1: car accident. <laughs> that, was, that was more of a train wreck. <laughs>
3: Non breaking news, Tommy Rockstar. Here's Tommy Rockstar with the non breaking news. What do you have mm. for us this week, Tommy? There's a
9: lot going on. We, I've been here uh, in a little bit. And this holidays. Thing makes so much <laughs> fucking vapor. It's insane. Yeah, yeah that's in. a lot
3: of crazy smoke flying around here.
9: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot going on. Let's see what's going on. This is out it's of Hollywood nice over smoke. here. Speak right into the mic. Yes, sir. Got <laughs> you pumped. <clears and <clears 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 <throat>. and Hundreds of personal items belonging to Burt Reynolds will be auctioned Bert? off. At the Palms Casino Resort in Las Vegas next month. The actor, age 78, has fall- apparently fallen on hard times amid financial struggles. Oh. Who is this again? Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Oh. Yeah. What is he, like, in his 80s? 78. He just
3: said
7: his
9: age.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. He's lying. That's not like, a riddle, John. If you're 78, just call it a day. Yeah. And fucking swim in the pool until it's time to go. And, you know, whatever.
10: Do her- just, just take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Gives Give a you fuck. Go live off the government. Right.
9: <laughs> the auction lists uh, over six hundred items, including such movie memorabilia as the shirt and jacket he wore in Smokey and the Bandit 2. Oh, I want that. Uh, Two. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite Burt Reynolds movie. <laughs> Remember? In- <laughs> that was good. Hey. I don't know why this is on my YouTube, it just came <laughs> <laughs> a football helmet from the <laughs> longest yard and even a pair of the monogram <laughs> boots from the nineteen ninety six infamous film Strip Tees. The Longest Yard is a, a film with uh, starring Burt Reynolds, where he's uh, they're all in prison
3: and they have a big prison football game. I think it's like the guards against the, the prisoners. That's it. Can John, I can I win supposed- his
10: hairpiece from Sharky's Machine? <laughs> <laughs>
3: can we please isolate that, John? You're supposed to say
9: spoiler alert first. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Alert. If you, if you haven't seen uh, The Longest Yard. Gets a little sad here. Also on the block are several several vehicles, uh, a wide selection of artwork, and even a number of awards, including his 1991 Best Actor in a Comedy Emmy from Evening Shade. Evening the, Shade. And yeah, the 1998 Best Supporting Actor Golden Globe from Boogie Nights. Uh, hey, he did a good job in that movie. Yeah. That's all you need is the direction, you know? Yeah. You could be a dummy,
3: and you get some guy, he's like, look, dummy, you stand over here, you do this, you act like this, and next thing you know, you're Marlon Brando. <laughs> Reynolds, who underwent back, Marlon
9: dope <laughs> stand over there, dope.
3: Always when I have a sip of beer in my mouth.
9: <laughs> Underwent back surgery in 2009 and had a quintuple bypass the following year. Yep, has uh, been under that's fi- like a hundred bypasses. <laughs> <laughs> has been under financial duress of late, following a TRN report in 2011. That his Florida home is facing foreclosure. Right. Earlier this year, he announced that he was writing a memoir, which is set to be published in 2015. And he's also been, uh, re- he's recently been teaching acting class in Florida.
10: You know what he should do? Wow. He should go make a fucking movie. <laughs>
9: yeah. <laughs> he should teach action,
3: action classes like in California. i could take a class. How can I That's get, get into his class? where the industry is. He's in the new Star Wars. It's fucked up. Hey, what kind of crazy costume is this? <laughs> T-top Trans Am flying through outer space. I asked for five cigars, not six. I hand-roll them in a riddle. On a street corner. (laughs) Where's my leopard?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to take umbrage with that quote-unquote hobo's existence. Hobo?
7: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Last
1: (laughs) time
9: Tommy Tommy said hobo, I fired him. That's right. (laughs) Speaking of uh, washed-up has-beens... Let's see. This one's uh, Dateline in the Bronx. Uh, Ace Freely's upcoming. I like out. you doing the news with Star Wars behind <laughs> you.
7: <laughs> Do it.
3: Star Wars <laughs> news star with Tommy Rockstar.
9: Star nothing.
3: I'm
6: to add some drama.
3: Yeah. Intergalactic <laughs> news. <laughs> News with Tommy Rockstar. (laughs) Your
1: news has never had this much gravity, ironically.
6: (laughs) Tommy Rockstar nearly news. Um, News from
3: space. (laughs) (laughs) The final frontier (laughs) (laughs) with Tommy Rockstar. You sent
1: your news to space to give it gravity. Pigs in news.
9: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These guys are losing it. <laughs> Starlog. Uh, Starlog. Uh, 402.
3: Dateline the Bronx. All right. <laughs> yeah,
9: Dateline the Bronx. Uh, Ace Freely's upcoming album of cover songs will hold a special treat for his longtime fans. New takes on classic Kiss songs. Uh, quote, I'm recording some Kiss tracks, Freely tells TRNN. Uh, I believe I'm going to be doing Parasite. I'm not sure which other ones, you know. And some other covers and Uh, stuff. No, you misquoted him. He said, I believe I'm being a parasite.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a parasite on society.
7: I'm a codice of kiss traps. (laughs) Pull yourself
3: up by the bootstraps. I'm a drain on society. Here's deuce. (laughs) Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, which are conveniently located behind your knees. Uh, If your bootstraps just happen to be uh, elevator shoes that are six feet high. (laughs) The,
9: the new project, which follows I'll yourself up by
3: your giant, ridiculous bootstraps. The the new project, which follows <laughs> freely.
4: <laughs> Pat is spitting up oh. something here oh, next to me Pat Shit just fell Oh yeah, my yeah. god, He Pat. just vomited on the carpet Pat just swallowed his vape so machine He's laughing
9: so much he spit it up <laughs> That's all I want out of life is to make someone spit <laughs> <laughs> The new project which follows Freely's
10: oh, headphones are, He's leaving, that's Pat's it. leaving
9: like that. That's Pat's it, go gone. out with a
10: bang, right? Pat left, left the, the show
9: The new project which follows Freely's well-received Space Invaders album Well received. Uh, All right, which is his first album in five years that rose to the Billboard top ten is said to include a number of featured performers, including Slash, Lita Ford, and Mike McCready of Pearl Jam.
3: Oh, McCready, huh (laughs) they got McCready. (laughs) Oh, you got the good one, Tony Bennett on that album. No,
9: Stone Goddard. Uh, he, uh, Ace Freely tells TRNN, quote, I'm going to get a lot of different guest stars to play with me on these tracks. He didn't tell you that. And it's going to be much easier to record <laughs> this last one than the last one because I don't have to write any solos. I don't have to write any lyrics and any of that stuff.
4: That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't need, make any sense.
9: You know, any of that crap
3: like writing or playing music, I'm out with that. How right.
4: does Kiss get afloat on the Thanksgiving Day parade? Did you guys
3: see that, by the way? There was some controversy there. I think his, uh, Paul Stanley
9: made like a. Pissed off tweet about how they were treated or something. It was super stripped down. It was like the it was like a freaking SUV with like a hay bale holder on the back. It was and really
4: a couple, stripped couple down. of firecrackers and bottle rockets. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to
9: look up uh, that what Paul
3: Stanley said, it's, he's at jerk off on Twitter. <laughs> speaking One, of, uh,
9: jerk underscore off. S- speaking of dick bags, <clears throat> let's see uh, symphonic heavy metal outfit Deline. Bass player. Oh, r- listen! I watched this band. They're not heavy metal. Well, they're called symphonic heavy metal. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's not metal. Their bass player ruptured his testicles while performing in England last Good. week. Good. Yet continued to play <laughs> he on. Wasn't using the bands, them, trust me. Through the yeah, band's grueling that. set, the band who hails from Holland has a tradition of launching confetti cannons during one of their hit songs. Typically, the confetti stun- cannons <laughs> are not metal. That's like yeah. brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, the stunt has gone off without incident. But during a show in Birmingham last week. Basist Oh, gotta help me out here. Otto Schlimmel van Bavel pick. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Gesundheit. Wait, hold on.
4: Kiss tight! Kiss tight!
9: Otto Schimmel Pen Pilenic. That was the captain of my cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> Marta, help me out here. You're
3: European. Help, read that. This me. is Otto Schimmel van Schill ship. I think it Today's was, um, ship will be on water. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think the,
6: it was Otto Supercalifragilistic ex yeah, Mr.
3: McSyxaplex. Yeah. Mike, the captain on the cruise ship was, uh, what was his name? Otto uh, Sinkership. <laughs> <laughs> this is your captain, Otto Sinkership. We have some rain coming in, maybe. Do- everything is fine. <laughs> Do not be alarmed. His this only name. Nothing much more to say. This is uh, Captain Sinkership <laughs> signing off now. Have a nice vacation, and remember to enjoy yourself. It's important. To reiterate, only name. <laughs>
10: <He> you really- <laughs> are going to die
6: now. He was like,
3: keep a
9: positive attitude, because that helps. <laughs> Mr. Van Schimmelpick. <laughs> There'll be a buffet now on the poop deck. Found himself taking a shot straight to the groin after he accidentally stood in front of one of the confetti cannons. Please join us tonight at 8.30
3: for a special uh, presentation of Mr. Brownstone, New York's premier Guns N' Roses cover band. Thank you. There'll be rain uh, headwinds at 5 degrees. Afterwards, there will be discotheque.
9: Actually, I'd like to plug in we are, Mr. Brownstone is playing uh, the midnight set on New Year's Eve at uh, Mercury Lounge. If Mr. You guys Brownstone will be playing midnight set in discotheque. <laughs> Despite the pain and bleeding, Schimmel van Vivelpick <laughs> <laughs> finished could, the
3: I show. Could, I could listen
9: to you try to I'm listening <laughs> to you trying to finish the show. Bad. In a subsequent Facebook status, the basis revealed that after the show his frotum <laughs> had ballooned up to the size of a grapefruit. Ooh. His scrotum. <laughs> he was quickly rushed to the hospital where <laughs> they removed five hundred <laughs> Mls, aka milliliters of blood from his scrotum, and had ruptured his test had his ruptured testicles stitched up, oh. and there was not one woman there to see it. <laughs> oh. Mister
10: Wilhelm, we're gonna have to remove your testicles.
9: <laughs> <laughs> he described the event as quote one of the most unpleasant adventures I've ever had to endure, but otherwise seemed unfazed by the incident. The audience said the same thing about his yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah.
10: Any yeah, news in there about uh, Christopher Walken playing Captain Hook last night on live television? No. How did that go? Did yeah. You see yeah. It? yeah I was. Who oh, saw it?
9: With Allison yeah, Williams, did, right? Uh, he
10: played Captain is Hook. This, this,
4: Captain this Peter night? Hook. Pan bullshit
10: I've been yeah. hearing about all day?
9: I don't even know what it is. It's a TV show? <laughs> no, they just did like a live broadcast, like live from the Broadway. You
7: know,
3: one of those. Mm. Are... I was. I just watched <laughs> a, a biopic on Natalie Wood. Last
4: year they did Sound of Music, and this year they did. I don't Peter like that Pan. word,
3: Natalie Wood. Biopic, biopic, yes. So I, nobody uh, saw Christopher hey, shut the Walken. Fuck up. I go with biopic. I and uh, he. Uh, it was. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. Tr- I'm falling asleep, and I'm trying to stay awake to see her drown in the ocean. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, Natalie Wood, for It's like she, drown already. She falls off the boat. And she's in the water for like a half an hour. They go to commercial. I'm like, I'm keeping one eye open. I'm like, They're drown. Teasing. They're teasing and drowning? Drown. We all know what happens, but they have this guy who's walking on the boat. He's like a terrible <laughs> <elk>. Christopher <laughs> Walken? I'm seasick. I'm going below deck. And the, then she goes, and <laughs> they all drink wine. And it's her and Robert Wagner. They have this yeah. dude playing Robert Did Wagner. Did Brendan Bird play
10: Robert Wagner? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, the woman who played Natalie Wood. Looked exactly like Natalie Wood. It was amazing. She looked exactly like her, but it was just
9: funny. Looking. Speaking of Natalie and Wood, <laughs> and ironically, she floats. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of wood doesn't float?
1: Uh, Natalie, Natalie Wood. wood. Yeah.
9: This one's out of Chicago's <laughs> For She's Chicago. She's drowning. Person. Help uh,
10: someone. Throw her a lifesaver.
9: <laughs> Do
3: we have maybe like a dinghy? A dinghy uh, <laughs> life preserver, something. The poor girl. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't kill her. It comes here. Oh no, we
1: drowned.
3: We drowned an ingenue. I'm going back on the dinghy for more wine. I'll be back. Don't drown while I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) I love you.
0: That show is so stupid.
3: And then, like, Robert Wagner's on the boat. They're on this yacht. They just go out in this fucking yacht all day. This This is is their life. This is their life. You're like, oh, I feel bad for this person who fell off a fucking yacht. They're like, what do you want to do? We'll go on the boat for the whole summer. And Robert Wagner's like, he gets drunk, and he's like, walking. I know you're having an affair with my wife. (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to bed. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) You've had a little too
1: much to drink.
7: Exactly. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Wagner
1: stopped punching Natalie Wood long
3: enough to accost Christopher Walken. i you to I advise that. Why don't you come out in my boat? <laughs> come out in the boat. And he's like all mad because he thinks uh, <laughs> Natalie Wood's banging Christopher He's so all mad. And then he's he sh- all wound up. Right. He falls asleep and they go to the restaurant ashore. He's like, I'm going ashore. And they go to the restaurant. There, they're like, he-, he shows up and they're drinking wine and laughing like at the table. And he's like... Argh. Don't you know I'm on... Well, should I still keep doing heart-to-heart? Yeah. What do you think,
1: honey?
7: Yeah. I used to
3: tune her up on the regular, but I
1: never drowned.
7: anybody.
9: <laughs> I, like. I punched her yeah.
3: a bunch. Yeah, I used to beat
1: the shit out of her, but I didn't kill her. Yeah, drownings, that's crazy.
9: Speaking of Natalie Wood... <laughs> I'm going to bed. We're
5: gonna to have to edit out this hey, you, whole. Section it was so of the funny.
1: Show. He's like, "Go fuck yourself, Robert Wagner." I don't see give a shit and, what you say. And to the people in the chat box, this is what you live listeners get. <laughs> Most of those downloaders.
3: I know you're having an affair with my wife. Well, this footage. Once you go fuck yourself,
7: we'll <laughs> see you in the morning. Well, fucking us
9: better than beating the shit out of her all time. <laughs> Uh, less than a month after their initial Twitter tiff. Jesus Christ! I am, uh,
6: I'm slightly horrified, but I also like John's Christopher Walken impression. Quite, quite sexy, actually, I feel. You're very, you're very
1: conflicted. I,
6: I'm extremely conflicted. Imagine how
1: Natalie Wood felt.
6: I know. I know. She's like, no, I'm feely. dying here, but you're so hot.
9: You, know. you got two
7: choices. You
9: could never
1: do that again.
9: Or you could die. Less than a month after their initial Twitter tiff, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins debuted a new piece of merchandise at their Chicago show last Wednesday aimed at insulting CNN newscaster uh, Anderson Cooper. Yes, I thought, that,
3: I thought that's what Tom Sharpling would say when I asked him who the biggest asshole he ever met right. was. I thought he'd go straight
9: to Corgan. Well, we, we got a good story. Who, who is it? The guy from the, the Grifters, right? He you know, a little...
1: you, need, you need a toxic suit for, oh, a yeah, trip- a for a wedding,
9: <laughs> special occasion, <laughs> night on the town. <laughs>
1: Look no
7: further
9: and just go tux yourself. The band's newest T-shirt features a graphic of singer Billy Corgan's two prized felines, Mr. Tom and Mr. Sammy, both perched (laughs) above big block letters that read, Fuck you, Anderson Cooper.
3: Wow. He certainly showed him. You want to pick a fight with uh, the the most liberal gay guy on earth. Good job.
9: The initial conflict uh, between the A-list alt-rockers and America's most premier, no, Preeminent uh, cable news and anchor flared up when Ant and Cooper used a segment on his show to poke fun at Corgan's appearance on the cover of a four-charity cat, four cat magazine called Cat Paul Chicago. And in right, a, so basically he's on the cover of, like, Cat Fancy magazine or something, right. and then, uh, what, Anderson Cooper, like, goofs on him? But also he was in a commercial for a Chicago-area furniture store. Uh, Corgan fired back immediately on Twitter calling Cooper, quote, a global shillist, no, a globalist shill, sorry, and uh, well, but, maybe he is. He might have a point there. There
10: you go. Insult a uh, insult a guy with his own show with the team of writers. Right.
9: But his new T-shirt seems to send even a more direct message. Oh, I can't. How much is that T-shirt? You got a merch price on that?
7: Got yeah, to be thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. bucks right? Thirty bucks. You
9: think thirty? Yeah. Yeah. Joe in, Walsh T-shirt for thirty
7: last in other,
1: night. In, in other news, Tommy stormed to Twitter to try to get the account. <laughs> <laughs>
10: Speaking the of the pumpkins, are playing this uh, Tommy on Rock Monday, Star right? Star makes my t shirts,
4: yeah. <laughs> Where are they playing, Tommy? Where are they playing? Uh, the Webster Hall. 30 yeah. bucks comes with a lock of my hair.
7: <laughs>
3: Dick wad. i print cats, print anything
7: you want. <laughs>
10: There's a knock on the door. It's ten o'clock. Oh, uh, what! Scr-
0: a- <laughs> sometimes I forget we're your on the line, radio. John.
7: It was very
3: creepy. Oh, was it my turn? It was your turn? <laughs> you yeah. blew it.
10: I forget we're on the radio sometimes. I feel like we're just hanging out.
9: Feels oh. like. I'm glad you guys. Just hanging out. out with headphones on, microphones yeah. in our mouths. Speaking of jerk offs. A plane full nice of pe- segue, Tommy. Sorry. <laughs> well, you'll see. It. A plane of pe- uh, plane full of people headed to LA got a free trip to Nebraska thanks to a passenger who wouldn't stop masturbating on a Virginia on a Virgin America flight, forcing the plane. <sighs> it's got to be a guy. Yeah, forcing. Fuck, the damn it! The plane to make an emergency landing. FAA officials said the Boston to LA flight was forced to land briefly in Nebraska's due to a medical emergency uh, that, according to police, originated with the with a horny male passenger. Uh, Omaha police say the flight was diverted when 26-year-old Doug Adams began jerking off in his seat and yelling out to a woman sitting next to him. A passenger who filmed Adams told... What is he yelling? I don't know. He told TRNN, quote, he was fidgeting and began... To up, to page page, page, over. page over. Keep an eye on that number three engine gauge over there.
10: <laughs> <laughs> to remove it's the plastic a pas a
9: pas a pas covering pas from pas the emergency exit door, <laughs> tried to pull the emergency exit door open. Okay. First, Fortunately, a couple of Boston decided. police officers were on the we flight about, to subdue the horny man to help the plane land safely without further incident. When I tell you to do it, I'd love to hear
1: that
7: confrontation.
10: stop that guy with his balls out. to come out of this thing alive and in one piece.
9: I forget how to do a Boston. I of weather you're in up there.
2: Rain totally and a little ice. And a little ice.
9: <laughs> Let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, a man in France has invented a pill that makes farts smell like chocolate. Mm.
4: Oh. Ah, leave it I've to I've been French. doing that for
9: years. The sweet-smelling product is the creation of uh, a guy named Christian Poinchival <laughs> a 65- sixty-five, <laughs> <Sondheim. laughs> a sixty-five-year-old inventor who hails from the village of Marta. You're French. Read that. <laughs> For the purposes of this argument, you're the most French person in the room.
6: Uh, I would say the village of Jesper.
9: Who screened this uh, job interview? (laughs) The chocolate pills, which use various secret ingredients, are a new addition to the man's odorific arsenal, which also include pills (laughs) that make (laughs) farts smell like roses and a fart-reducing powder for pets. As with most new creations, necessity was the mother of invention. The man was eating dinner with friends in 2006 when he realized the group had caused (laughs) caused the gas attack for the entire restaurant. He told TRN, "Our farts were so smelly after our meal we nearly suffocated. The people sitting us ne- at the table next to us were not happy. Something had to be done.
4: Try the veal." <laughs>
9: I love how the restaurant goes unnamed. Yeah, the man sells pills. It's the one thing we need. He sells pills online. For $15 for about 60 capsules. <laughs> going Silk Road? <laughs>
7: <laughs>
9: I know people who sell pills online. With, with it's this lucrative. With his webpage promising chocolate pills will allow the users to, quote, fart through the new year in grand style.
4: Oh. Do the pills bring on farting? or How do you know? you take one before you're about to fart? Uh. This this is the last one. Marta's going to read the last one.
10: Now we go to correspondent.
4: Marta.
6: Okay. I'll, I'll give this a try. Kate
4: okay, line Flushing.
6: Okay, Portland, as millions of shoppers throughout the United States were uh, fighting cold and crowds for the best deals of the week, hundreds of people in Portland, Oregon overwhelmed a vegan shop. Uh, I'm sorry, a vegan strip club in the early morning hours of Black Friday. Wait a
9: minute, that's a vegan strip club. A
6: vegan strip club.
9: you guys ever hear of a vegan strip club? I hope they're eating the fart chocolates. <laughs> I don't eat a strip club. It's disgusting.
6: <clears throat> Casa Diablo, billed as the world's first vegan strip club, held its first ever Black Friday sale on November 28th and You're was clearly no,
3: unprepared. You're so, you so fired, dude. So fired, dude. You're
9: out. I'm out. You're out.
3: <laughs> can you please just come every week and read the news?
6: Oh, I'll see what I can do. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> we really need, um, to, we need a warm veg here. Uh, Held as the first ever Black Friday sale on November 28th and was clearly unprepared for the onslaught of excited customers who braved the Oregon rain for hours for the club's 5 a.m. opening. Patrons of the Northwest Portland establishment got into a brawl over 59 cent-a-minute lap dances despite the club's attempt to be prepared by having 24 dances available that morning. (laughs) I have no idea where this story is going.
3: Reading You're reading it perfectly.
6: We were utterly blown away by the amount of customers who showed up this morning said cruelty-free Cleopatra, who is one of the club's most popular dancers. The Malay started when a patron later identified as Atticus Sanford, I think this was in 1910, um, age 42, was in line for a dance and noticed the patron ahead of him had gone over a 10-minute limit without, um, by the club to ensure they could accommodate um, all their customers. Sanford allegedly struck the customer with a small pickaxe made with a bespoke Douglas fur handle, and things went downhill from there. <laughs> this is amazing. This is the only smash, thing. That's
3: how you read the news. Smash, I mean,
6: only in Portland smash, smash. would you have this a bespoke. Is hot. I can't axe. stop jerking off. Stop. <laughs> Call the FAA. You hey, stop though. it over there. Mario, it's going to be 59 cents a minute for you to jerk off. No. <laughs> Um, I'll
4: give you a dollar eighteen. <laughs> I'm
3: not I'm not I'm not turned on by the man woman thing. I'm turned on by the pronunciation is yeah, impeccable. So good. Yeah, now <laughs> if you
1: could if you could just
4: write it now too, this would be great. Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll it's like CNN. Do. It's
9: beautiful. I'm fired.
6: Well I have one more paragraph. It's like Christine I'm a poor. BBC C three. Um, the club's manager, who goes by Renewable Ronda, quote unquote, told TRNN, um, We don't normally have much trouble here at Casa Diablo. The biggest incident we've had um, was a patron who had a little too much to drink and demanded a refund on his lap, lap dance, but this is just crazy.
7: Yep.
3: All right. So, so I'm wait. not really
6: sure what happened here. I, I haven't yeah, None of it. us are. But that's, I will that's
3: say this. Have to start writing it. Tommy, uh, when you were researching this story, where did you find it? It was on a satire
9: news website. It's satire, isn't that it? one? Says, the last one was. Satire. Are you
3: passing off satire on my show?
9: You oh. knew it was satire. No, no, actually, it the here, here's the deal with this: I, I copy and paste all these different, and this was the <laughs> last one I did. And then I, and I was. You know re- that my reputation as a news source is on the line here. <laughs> I, I hear me out. I, I typed this last one out. I like edited it, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is ridiculous. This can't be. And then I like searched the site up and down. And it like small print at the bottom was like satire. I was like, son of a bitch. But then it was pretty. And funny.
1: You went so, with it anyway, I, didn't just you? Just the last one. I didn't it sort of in there. Tell me, sourcing news from Waterford whispers. The
6: FCC I mean, um, is
3: going to come down on me like a hammer of the gods. <laughs> bes- with a bespoke handle. I,
6: I'm, I mean, I believe they do have vegan strip no, clubs. Actually, in. I want
3: to point something out.
9: Yes. This is, No, no, no.
3: According no. to the chat box, there's sure. a vegan
1: strip club in Portland.
9: No, no, no. Of not only there is. Not only is there, I've been to it, and it's this one. This really is. I've been to Casa Diablo with Miles when we were printing out there. It's a real place. So when I first read the story, like, I like to call it the devil's castle. <laughs> Thank it, you. It's a real oh, the house <laughs> of the devil. Either. You know It's fucked up? When you walk into this place, they, they make you buy tokens to tip right like you can't tip with like <laughs> tofu tokens yeah it's to, to fof fof tokens. tokens. <laughs> <laughs> but they, their tokens are two dollar bills so they they have like the total they corner of the market on two dollar bills you you give them a 20 they give you 10 two dollar bills and then you have to s- tip the strippers with twos instead of one so that way they double the tips are you, know? you insinuating
1: this strip club might be like up to something
9: illegal <laughs> something nefarious a- maybe apparently uh-huh. huh but but that's the, it's a it's a vegan strip club, and the reason why it's vegan is because all the food there is vegan, and you get a tip for two dollar bills. All right, that, that's the news.
3: Apparently,
6: Breaking we, news:
3: We had the guy as a guest. Now he can steal his pen <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's only it's it's thematic. It's all.
6: It's Tommy Rockstar's nearly news.
3: Let's go. We'll see you next week. Thank you.
6: Next week it is.
5: Good job, everybody. John,
3: can I play a number?
5: Yeah. Big after Thanksgiving Day sale is happening every Friday night on Live from the Barrage. Twelve packs of Bud Heavy Longnecks only five ninety nine. One pound fish just two ninety nine a pound. Frigidaire refrigerators full of Welch's Grape Soda now only seven ninety nine. Buy one four pack of Kiwi Strawberry Seagrams escapes. get a second one free. Sixty percent off the department store prices on all Crocus Tapes, Mint Tapes, Mint Deluxe Tapes, LP Tapes, CD Tapes, MP3 Tapes, and Tape Tapes. Twenty five percent off all audio equipment with light smoke damage. Calzones now only $22. Don't be a chooch. These offers won't last. So get something for the stew not on your list this holiday season. Only on Live from the Barrage. (laughs)
7: See you at Catch Club. Because the light was on.